Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, November 13th. <laughs> and you're listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 359. It is going to be a full house this episode uh, between the two halves of the of, of the pod. Uh, I'm Austin Walker, and in this first half, we are joined by Patrick Klepik. Hello, hello, hello. Rob Zachney. How's it going? And Ricardo Contreras, who is going nowhere, because in the second half, we're going to talk about Destiny. <laughs> Good. Okay, I wasn't doing a. I I was trying. Is that you? (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely Demon Souls NPC. I was just doing a generic Friday the Thirteenth laugh, right? Right. Because of it being Friday the Thirteenth. I figured it was maybe a good segue to roll right in. I haven't haven't encountered a ha 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 yet, and also the ha ha has now would be motion captured voices and would would, would mess with your head. (laughs) Would they move away from the mic? Basically, like what's the? I haven't encountered. I haven't encountered a a, Hmm. someone chained to a you know (laughs) somewhere in a dungeon that it just cackles at you. uh, I spent bulletaria. I spent some time this morning trying to find a live stream of someone who would uh, encounter one of the official characters who have like the big halberds. Uh, sorry, they're technically called fat officials, which mm-hmm. is important because they are even more like grossly fat phobic in their design in, mm-hmm. in the remake. Uh, but I want to know if they do the laugh, if they do that cackling laugh that the original ones did. Uh, because they don't, it, it, from the images I've seen, they look like they're frowning now. And I want to make sure they're okay. <laughs> I want to make sure they kept their, their chipper attitudes. Um, so yeah, Demon Souls is the thing we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. Um, uh, as, as the PS5 and Xbox, uh, series, uh, of consoles, the Xbox series have come out, um, and with it, uh, you know, a handful of launch games across, across mostly the PS5. The Xbox. Have to People be warned be to not, do not vape the Xbox or do I, I don't know if they were telling people not to do that as a joke because they have a good social media account or how dangerous is it to vape the Xbox? Didn't Galt write a piece? I, I don't know if it would be put moisture. water in your shit. Yeah, moisture yeah, can't be issue. good to electronics. Mm. But like how bad? What do we like? What's the <laughs> we do bad things with vape? our electronics all the time, you know, and it's just like, you know, it's a scale. Like how bad are we are we talking? That's this looks point. like I it's a bit like put, pointing a humidifier, though, like at your electronics <laughs> and being like, this will be sick. That is yeah, essentially what a vape rig is, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but that's like your dedicated electronics that you put vape into. You know, it's built for it. It can, it can take it. I'm not saying the Xbox Series X doesn't look like a vape rig, but uh, I just <laughs> I feel like it's a very expensive one and probably one that's not going to give you the juice you want. <laughs> you know well it's really young so it's a perfect target for the vaping demographic you need to get that thing hooked on nicotine jesus. as quickly as possible jesus christ oh god um where do we want to where do we actually you know what i'm gonna make a i'm making an executive decision i'm gonna we got a bunch of big games to talk about today 
I'm actually going to start at something smaller because I need to hear about it because I haven't had time to play about it, play it yet, which is, Kato, you have put time yeah. into the Umarangi Generation DLC. Hell yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. I have a qu- I, can I have a question about this? Premise this con- I want to yes. premise this conversation. So th- that is like top of my list of ga- like game I need to yeah. play before the end of the year that came out while I was on uh, paternity leave. Yeah. And then – so I was like tracking down a code and like talked to the designer and yeah, who's he was like, great. Hey, like this DLC just came out. Cause I thought it came out for switch. I was trying to track that down and mm. it hadn't come out for switch yet. And he was like, has the premise of this DLC been spoiled for you yet? And I was like, no. And he's like, cool. You should huh. keep it that way. So I, if, if you, that's what, he, that's what they said. Kato, yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. just like, is there a world where I need to put on earmuffs or like, what is, is it going to ruin playing this game that um, I'm pretty sure is going to be Austin's game of the year? It's going to um, be my game of the year. If, uh, if you, something if you dramatic talk, would happen. I'm not, I'm, I'm not super spoiler averse. Like I'm not trying to like nerf this conversation, but sure. I do feel like it's going to be one of those games as we head towards the end of the year. People right, are like, right, right. ah, shit, I need to play. Cause I've seen some right, tweets. The, I've seen some images of some like graffiti, that kind of gave me some vibes, but anyway, I didn't mean to like completely stifle the beginning of this. I just <laughs> uh-huh. thought about this as soon because I literally did this like 24 hours ago and right. was just curious if that put any sort of uh, angle on the way you would end up talking about it. I think, you know, honestly, I can see the the impulse there, but I don't know that it's going to be that serious. Like, okay. I, I mean, I think there it's mostly uh, implications left by the end of the like base game oh, that it okay. um, uh, subverts that that is interesting. interesting. But I can kind of okay. talk around that if you don't know what the end of the base game is. So I do not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe Austin you, will know and understand anyone who's played that will understand. Yeah, you can do big hands. You can you can you can audibly <laughs> wink. Um, right. I'll yeah, yeah, want yeah. to do that and I'll be I'll be just fine because I'm sure I won't play it for another month. Um, but yeah, Umarangi Generation Macro is what the DLC is called. Uh, it's four new levels and a bunch of new gear. And, um, it's just, uh, expanding this, this game and like uh, some of this gear is kind of like, um, quality of life stuff. Uh, like the skates, which just mean you can move really, really quickly through these things, but also add in an element that you can kind of change and edit like edit the world because you leave like a light trail as you move around the skates so you can like draw like a thing in the sky and then like turn around and like as you like do a 360 spin like there's a little loop in the air or whatever that's um yeah it's really cool it's like um and then uh another thing that they add in is the spray cans so you can like physically edit you know just draw on uh different surfaces in the world um and one of them is knee pads that let you like crouch lower. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Which is finally, great. <laughs> uh, so you can get really low angle shots. Um, uh, it's it's really neat, and I think that um, it's interesting to see those original levels and compare them to these. Uh, mostly because I feel like there's something a little almost, I guess, the word that comes to mind immediately is gamey. More more gamey, I guess. Uh. Than the original levels, but that makes it sound like it loses focus on photography, which it really doesn't. It's just something about the structure of these uh, DLC levels is um, has more thought, I feel like, to the way you move around the space. Okay. Um, in like a good way, like a like it it really uses um like uh, grabbing your attention and moving you through areas. 
Uh, versus a, just kind of being dropped into a space and being right. like, all right, figure it out. Right. right. There's like a, in the original levels, um, it's very much like, here's your open space. You explore as you will. And right. there are very few kind of, uh, I guess I would call them almost like reveals or like moments of like, oh, something has shifted here in this space. Uh, uh, unless you're like, it's it's like the, the space almost kind of feels static. In right. the original DLCs, and then in yeah, these yeah, new yeah. in these new ones, there's always kind of um, uh, there's always there always seems to be like a, a twist at some point, or like a new thing that huh. kind of changes okay. your idea. That's like a big. That's a pretty big distinction. Yeah, yeah it's like a, a new thing that changes your idea of what the area is. Like you're in the area, you see what the area, and then there's kind of a reveal or a, a kind of secret area or something like that. That's like, oh, now I'm seeing this space in a different way. Um, cool. And um, I will say also that the spaces are, they, they feel a little bit larger this time even. Like, all, overall, it's just like, uh, it's kind of, you know, Umarangi Generation base game, but more. And with lots of great quali- quality of life uh, uh, improvements that I'm really enjoying so far. Um, but yeah, story-wise, it like, um, if you've seen the end of the, the DLC, you would kind of, you would imagine... Uh, that it's placing this on, on the timeline is kind of iffy. Um, sure. But questions are answered pretty quickly in one of those reveals in the early levels. Huh. And it's, okay. it's really neat, I think. It's a um, really interesting way to kind of expand on uh, what the original game was talking about with um, kind of the, the, the idea of government and community and like the, the state uh, kind of not listening to a community that understands what might be happening, right? Sure, um, yeah, which is what that game had had already been about. In a right. Way, well, that's so. what I'm saying. It's like it, it expands yeah. on that, um, um, and you kind of get a little more, a little more of like the community side of it, which is really neat, right? Okay, um, awesome. I, I'm I, hoping to I be feel able like to get I'm to it this weekend. At this point, just walking around spoilers <laughs> because right, right, right. it yeah, is yeah, really yeah. like not, some of the stuff in there well, is we, really neat. So we should. Talk about that stuff in a future episode once people have had a time to, to yeah. dig into it. But it's definitely a to worth it. checking out. Uh, if you haven't checked out the game, like I still always, always, even with the like qualms I had about how movement felt a little off in those early levels, like do it. It's fucking great. You'll you'll deal with the the weird. Uh, also, you can double jump. I didn't. You can double know jump, that which you didn't know at the time. At the time. Yeah. Just a heads up to anyone playing this game from the beginning. You can double jump. It'll help you a lot. <laughs> God. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, that's Umarangi uh, uh, Generation Macro, uh, which is out on PC now. Is there a date? Did, did Were you given a date for the Switch release, Patrick, when you asked? N- n- no. Um, but uh, it was announced a little while. But, you know, it seems like... Would I be shocked if that was one of those, like, some sort of, like, mini direct, and then it just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then it drops. drops on <laughs> like, would I be shocked if it came out tomorrow, and they just couldn't tell me? Like, right. like no. No. Um, but, yeah. uh, no, I, 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 uh, I, didn't, I didn't ask. Sounds good. All right. Um, well, um, with with one of my most anticipated things out of the way, we talk about another thing I'm anticipating greatly, though, though also just incredibly curious about in a, in a more – um, distant way in some ways, which is which is yeah, this Demon Souls remake, um, which you have uh, to, is a launch Austin title, has which, to wait a little bit longer because Patrick looked into yeah. redirecting a UPS package to Austin's place, and th- okay, I, hmm. so uh-huh. I uh, 
at, we are uh vices uh is getting He's buying PS5. thankfully and, buying me a ps5 i'm very grateful and so i, to be able I to do uh, my job <laughs> I, I spammed a bunch of pre-orders months ago, not knowing whether, you know, I would be lucky enough to, to get one from from Sony for reviewing purposes. And then uh, I couldn't change the address where it was going to. And, I, and someone was like, oh, well, sometimes you can like if you sign up for UPS's like website, their personalization stuff, you can redirect it once they get the tracking number. And I was like, cool, I'll, I'll try that. Got the tracking number, got pinged, and it said, hey, do you want to send it somewhere else? So I was like, I absolutely do. A little asterisk says, like, you know, it, you know, it's at least $15 to send it somewhere else. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not paying this shit anyway. 15 bucks uh-huh. seems pretty reasonable. And so I like verify with Austin. I'm like, okay, this is the address you sent me. Let me type it in. Might not get there, you know, on Thursday, but hopefully, you know, Monday or something like that. <laughs> Click it. It's like, you're all set. This this is great. Um, this will be at least 15 bucks. Click the next button. And it says, calculating total. It's like, $14.99 for the shipping address change. Like, great. Cool. Transportation costs, $240. <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> uh, Absolutely not. Hmm, uh, I don't quite understand how, I mean, I understand. It's told me, it's like, this is gas, this is yacht. I was like, I get uh-huh. it. I understand what you're telling me, UPS. I don't understand how I have to wait for it to show up, then go to a UPS place and then pay $42 or whatever right. to like to send it normally. So we will we will get to you, uh get that to you uh soon enough so we can I'm very patient about together. it. I, I like went into this year not expecting to end up with either of these consoles uh because there wasn't enough at launch for me to like shell out that money. Um so I'm grateful that you're doing the 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 busy work, the leg work of getting it shipped out to me and I'm thankful that Vice is buying me one. Um uh so I can wait a little longer. Uh, but I do need to know what you think of of that Demon Souls uh, remake. Though, of course, you've only put a little bit of time into it because that this was not a game that we got preview. This was not a game that got review code early. No, this is a game where the code went out the moment it went live in New Zealand um, on the PlayStation Store. Um, so this is kind of something that um, press got access to basically uh, as soon as um, like the, the first possible customers uh, could. I, you know, my understanding is they... We're working on that game to the last possible second, um, like sure. a lot of next gen stuff. Um, so that's nothing unique to Demon Souls. That is just the nature of, you know, if you've heard our podcast about next gen stuff in the past, we've talked a lot about like, well, this game worked and then it didn't. And then there was a patch later or there was, you know, so it's just, you know, nothing uh, especially unique to, to Demons there. But it did mean, you know, the, the game I was most interested in playing probably across like both these consoles was one where, uh, you know, it was coming in at the, at the last second. So I played... Uh, I played four hours. I have played through uh Tower Knight, um, the second major boss okay. in, so in one, Demon two. Souls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, through one two. So you're playing um, straight. You played straight through one one and then one two. You didn't go somewhere else after one one. No, no. I mean, okay. yeah, for for folks who haven't uh, played Demon Souls, um, is a little bit different than sort of like the world structure of uh the other souls games um in which you're more in like a broad world that you can like kind of spokes off to different levels it kind of hides the fact that you're going to different areas um and just kind of presents that like oh you're just in a place go wherever you want like in demon souls you start in a place called the the nexus where your soul is trapped in this world of you know demons and uh there are uh archstones that are basically just like you want to go to level 1 you want to go to level two? You want to go to level yeah. three? And it doesn't, the game doesn't categorize it by one, 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 two, but the fan community refers to them as one, 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 two, based on like the areas that you're, you're going into. So you get through one, two, you hit uh, like literally a, a gate that you can't get past. It's like you need 
you know, I forget. It's like a soul of a something, something, which the is your indication. Souls, I believe. Yeah. It's like your indication. Like, Hey, why don't you go check out two, one or three, one and, you know, see what else the, the game uh, has to offer. But yeah, like it, I, I think it's gorgeous. I, I think it's, this game is going to be picked apart in some really interesting ways. Um, in the piece that I wrote, I allude to this a little bit in which, um, you know, blue point, the developer, who, you know, from software did not, uh, didn't seem like they were particularly involved in um, this remake um, all, all that much based on what I've seen with interviews with Bluepoint. But um, like they make, they are making like clear aesthetic choices. This is yeah. not, this is much further than Shadow of the Colossus, which even then they were making aesthetic choices um, that I, you know, for folks that that really are passionate about that game, I know have said that it was important um, and meaningful. But like, this is just on a different level in which the fidelity at which they're trying to display this game, there would just be no way for them to completely follow the, the, uh, kind of the, the, the blueprint that you can't just up what was already there. You did, you'd had to do some interpretation as someone that last played demon souls five years ago. I played it just before bloodborne came out. Um, my memory is like kind of fuzzy on the details. Like right. this game looks like demon souls to me. I've looked at the comparisons and people are like, the gothic, me, you know, like the, the types of architecture dude, change. Architecture I'm not trying to downplay. Change. I know. I know. That's not that all. person. I'm just not that person. So I think Dia that's going to be important. Dia is that person. Dia, like, I'm that person. Dia, for, Dia for weeks has already been like, yeah. you motherfucker, you're going to like this game more than you should. And that's because <laughs> I come to these, I genuinely come to these games, the atmosphere of the lore, like it's there. I, it's fine. But I, I come here for the fight. Like that's what I come for. Mm-hmm. I come to these games for, and this game looks gorgeous. Plays. You didn't tell me from didn't make it. I wouldn't have been able to tell you otherwise. And um, in the same way that when three four three first made uh, Halo Four, um, it was kind of impressive that like, hey, it's kind of a magic trick. Like they just made a Halo game, and this just looks and plays and feels like a Halo game. I think it wasn't a particularly good. Halo game, but like they, they did the, the magic trick part and, uh, and Demon Souls accomplishes the same thing. Like I'm sitting around playing a From Software game. I don't know that From Software is going to do, as I alluded to earlier, like motion capture for their, uh, like their NPCs. Their NPCs that part, yeah. watching the mouths move realistically is very, very strange. Like just, <laughs> it may be like, maybe that's it for me. It's like, I don't care that like the Gothic architecture has changed <sighs> like as, as the aesthetic or time period. But then I watch like an NPC move their mouth like a real person. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like that m- mouth just needs to kind of flap and it needs to be <laughs> awkward and weird. And this just looks like a real person in Bulletaria. This place doesn't have real citizens. Like, I, come on. Everyone um, should be a little bit realistic. off. It's like the, it's like, it's like when, when I think it was, it was it that Silent Hill 2 remake where they like redid all of the dialogue and it all sounded a little too natural mm-hmm. uh, cuz it's like no it's silent hill everyone's supposed to be talking past each other and and <laughs> you know like there's supposed to be like 4 seconds of dead air between everybody saying everything you can't just make it regular and i think um, and i don't i i i, I could be corrected here cuz i haven't been closely following all the interviews but i i want to say that like there are some original voice actors. There are like it's replacement voice actors. Sure. Like this was, I think, you know, they had to, for like Fidelity's sake, they had to do certain work um, and probably, you know, not just Fidelity, but just like creatively, um, they went and redid some of that stuff. I don't, I mean, I need to like, I, I'm actually, there were times when I was playing last night where I wanted to then pull up YouTube videos of just like watching the NPC side by side to right, see right. Um, where that stuff falls. But 
And all this is really important. And I'll be curious when you get it and we can, and fans start picking yeah, this apart I, to see more stuff that um, I'm just not going to notice because it's been five years, but in like the broad strokes where for a game that is deep, no souls game is truly overlooked these days, but demon souls still, I think if for a lot of people that say they like souls games, I bet more often than not, they did not play demon souls. It is, uh, you know, uh, I st- still think in some, some degree an overlooked masterpiece and it is an interesting uh, rough draft for like what demon souls would come to polish and the parts that it does polish. There are reasons people still prefer demon souls because of the cer- certain uh, things that it does. Well, um, and there, there, there really are, there is a, for me, so much of the appeal of demon souls is the ways in which it's distinct from dark souls and bloodborne um, in, in its aesthetic. Uh, and, and that's not to say, I don't like those other aesthetics. Like those other aesthetics are good, but it's the, even it, its design fact, aesthetic. It has, it, totally. it feels like it is, it, you know, like the way it handles health, right? Like, right. Like, you know, it's, it's more bloodborne in that regard. You are using consumable items. There's a magic spell you can use to, to recover Heal yourself, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. health, but that is going to be, well, a, you know, class specific or in, uh, not necessarily worthwhile if you're going for a, a barbarian or warrior build or, or something in, like in that. In original Demon Souls, it's actually distinct from Bloodborne because there was no cap on how many healing items you could have, right? You could have 90, you know, uh, healing uh, grasses. And you have, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, whatever they were called. Half moon crescent leaves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not grass. It was the crescent half no, moon. Right. moon. It's grass. Yeah. It's grass. Yeah. It's that grass. It is grass. Dark moon grass. grass. Dark moon grass. grass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you could have 99 of them if you wanted to. You could you could grind out a bunch of them across all those different varieties. Now, you're. I believe you told me that it was capped, right? You're not. So you're. I do not. So uh, you are not, not capped. Look, if you okay. want to have a f- 99 full I healing do. grass you can the problem is they added in the in the remake and i think oh. this is this speaks to what's going to be so interesting as i get further in it and i and and really when fans start to point out cuz i just think like for someone that you know like i, I played it 5 years ago like uh, gene park on twitter is like i haven't touched this in 11 years there're just things that just you're not going to know like they may have changed things for better or for worse that you're just not going to pick up on because there's you just didn't make a mental note of that but like for example the um in, the, the grass in Demon Souls did not have weight. So right. there was no encumbrance. And so a huge part of all the Souls games is, look, you can't be a, um, a wizard with like, uh, you know, tanking armor. Like you're going to have to take things into account based on like what you're uh, equipping. And one of the ways that you could kind of uh, kind of like adjusted the, the difficulty level of Demon Souls was that, well, you could just grind out like full health refills and carry all of them and make bosses like a lot more manageable. You're not going to be able to do that here. You're going to have to manage what grass you're bringing with and, and how much you're going to to bring with you. Cause the, the encumbrance in, in souls, uh, changes how you, how fast you can roll. So right. it's like, if you want to be a big tank, you don't care. You, maybe you bring all the health with you because you're fine with just sort of like, like just sort of like dodging to the side um, right. very slowly or just holding a shield up and like taking the brunt of those attacks until they go through the attack animation. So that's a case where, you know, I, I can't play out yet how that feels across the whole game, but that feels like a smart choice. Like that feels like that makes the game... I don't know about better, but I, th- I think it's an interesting choice mm-hmm. that ref- that reflects. I, I don't. Know, I do think it probably makes the game better. I think you should I, have to like I'm, consider that stuff. Yeah. So the, the, I think I think it's worth me saying, I, and I wish I'd touch this game to talk about it from a firsthand perspective. Right. But like 
I am not a purist about adaptations generally. Me either. Um, like, I I, especially when remakes come out games. of movies, it's like, do whatever the fuck do you, what want. you want. As long as the original uh, thing is there, but there's a caveat here because the original thing is not really right. there. This, for, is the, for this, this is the dilemma for me. Is like I yeah. can't go play the original Demon Souls easily. Uh, I don't have a PS3 anymore. If I did, you can't, I don't. You can't emulate it, and I believe sure. they just recently figured out networking on they i did. wanted they um, did they did right? i watched yeah. some footage okay. of this yeah yeah um I, I don't know if it's like final yet but you know it's it's coming together it's, it's um, like but in the next year or so like you'll be able to play like a pure version of demon <laughs> souls with like a right. emulator community totally but like but like there is no uh, uh but yes I, I could go do that but for right. the average person who does not have the who does not know how to get an emulator up and running on their extremely powerful pc which they don't yeah. own because they're expensive they right. can't go play demon souls uh, uh, as it was originally released, or or with those considerations in mind, um, and that that remains that's a frustrating point for me. But but more importantly, like I I think go for it with adaptations. But that also means that you can you can also criticize adaptations on their own merits and whether or not it it sticks the landing and says something co- cohesive or has a through line. My big fear with this is that it's something that they're chasing the later Souls and Bloodborne aesthetic. Because that's what's become expected from from soft games and not because that was the identity that held this original game together. I'll have to see it firsthand and I'll be able to see more than just the first, you know, Bulletaria, the Bulletarian Palace to see how that works. Because there are places where I think, you know, I, I, for instance, um, I've seen the new Mind Flayers, the prison guards in mm-hmm. in the Latrian uh, prison. The Tower of Latria, right? And I think that those still work for me. Like those are still – those are an extension of what was already there. Um, but I've seen like – Sotsky, the the one uh, like has like a huge katana, and they they did that boy dirty. Let me, let me <laughs> show you. Um, oh, that's no. a different man, as far as I can oh, tell. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a different man. Uh, he used to be like well, an anime that's the overlord, artwork, right? Like I want. No, that's, that's his the model. Indian. The one on the left is, is his okay. model. Okay. Remember okay. the loading okay. screens used to be like the models with sepia tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, which no loading screens, I guess now. No, yeah, because yeah, PS5. Yeah, the, lo- the loading is 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 exceptionally. That's exciting. Uh, it's not I, that's a good question. It's is very like, fast. Does it feel different when you die and then oh, immediately you're back? Yes, it does. So yeah. okay, so we should transition to, to this because uh, we Austin, you and I could go down a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah, we just. <laughs> we'll I'm, I'm going to play this game and we'll come back to it. Yeah, ex- yeah, and I don't want to. I don't. But I want to bring Rob in because yes. specifically he edited my piece. He is playing it, and he was DMing me things that are indicative of like what I'm excited about this this game coming out, whatever reservations there may be um, amongst Souls fans about what has changed is the fact that it's going to introduce it to millions yeah. of people. Um, that looking have for maybe, a launch game. Looking for a launch game are curious. You know, I don't know Souls. that Rob would have played this if he didn't get a code that showed up in his inbox and he could redeem <laughs> it on his brand new PS5. Um, but right. uh, Rob, I was, I was, the, we can get to the questions you asked. Cause I did want to address some of them like on here. Cause I think they're worth like talking about for like newcomers, but I'm curious, like, what your take because you said you had you tried one of these before yeah, no like, demon souls is the one i tried to get into back okay. when oh, it was sort of the sleeper hit yeah. around the brainy sphere in like right you know 20 whatever um and i had like an intense day or so with it like i'm not even <laughs> sure i got out of the opening stages of the bulletarian palace because like there was a certain moment where i crossed into a new area and it had been a real pain in the ass and i was like this is cool but i'm a freelance writer and (laughs) this is like pulling teeth for me and i need to like i just don't i can see what it will take to get this game done for me and like in terms of 
what I'm getting out of it and the time it's demanding, it's just not going to go. And so right. I just kind of hit eject. And that was kind of me and the Soul series, like, done at that point. Damn. Because um, it's not like I got less busy. Right. Uh, and there were people who were, like, better equipped to talk about those games. So it was never something that, as a critic, my voice was needed. And it certainly wasn't something that fit just the logistics of of my life. Uh, but something else has changed. Like, there, there's a few elements to this uh, that, that jumped out at me. One is that I think the loading times do matter a lot. Like, mm -hmm. you die and you get the message, and then you are immediately back at the start of the level, like instantaneously. Like, the you died screen comes up and then it fades right out back into you starting your run again. Hmm. And that is not how it was on the PS3. Mm -mm. Um, no. PS3, like, when you died, you had plenty of time to contemplate. How fucking <laughs> How mad you were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And then you would have to do all this again. And the loading time became like part of the punishment of of dying. And that felt bad. It made the entire thing feel a little bit like more of a slog. And here, yeah. that ability to just go straight back into it mm -hmm. does give it kind of a cool... Um, live die repeat kind of vibe where like sure. it is hard cut to your run ending and then you're immediately <sighs> like just taking off full throttle back right. to the stuff you've done and now you do have that vibe for me it's way easier to get that vibe of okay i know all the steps to this portion of the level and so now i am just like fucking dervishing through this opening stage of the level trying to get back to where i was and it feels cool in a way that when I first played this game, it felt labored. Um, it might matter a little bit. That this is the first Souls game I'm playing with Adderall, uh, <laughs> which which is probably helping my like uh -huh. that level of like slightly sticky attention. Yeah, I'm sure. like, uh huh, yeah, okay. No, I remember all this. Yeah, I've got it. I've got the download. Okay, yeah, swing, swing, slash. Fuck you. And like I'm <laughs> flying through it that way, which is which is good. Um in terms of the aesthetics, like I do to me it feels like there's not a lot of um atmospheric character to the game so far. Like again, I need to see things that aren't the the Bulletarian Palace. Mm -hmm. But that section feels very much like um artist portfolio work showing their command of fantasy styles right. uh, as for, for a job application. That's a harsh way to put it, but it is how it feels right down to the bright blue banners. Just everything about it kind of feels like what is the character Boletaria? Oh, it's just a generic fantasy kingdom. And I'm not sure that's the, and I think that stems to, you can go into the Nexus, the, the bit you see of it, everything about Demon Souls. I remember having this really, dour limbo-esque feeling not the game but the concept of limbo yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's like, right you feel yeah. like an undead warrior who's just damned to repeat the shit forever and everyone has that uh you know odysseus talking to people on the shores of the river sticks vibe of like we're here and yeah sure like we'll chat but you know none of this you know, matters, you've got you've got right? an npc who says like yeah when the demons showed up yeah, I ran for my wife and daughter, and now I'm stuck here in the Nexus. Do you want me to? I do storage here. Do you want me to <laughs> hold on to your shit? I got it. Uh, yeah, I'm not hold going on to anywhere. 
Yeah. And, and that would have stunned The demons got my family. That sucks. Yeah, and, like, the Nexus was not pretty in Demon Souls. Like, the Nexus was kind of this, like, it felt like an empty cathedral. Well, the game also had, had like, a, um, I've heard it described as piss orange filter um, over <laughs> all of Demon's Souls. Like, yeah. um, and this game has, I have not messed with it. Um, oh, are you talking about the filters it, option? It has filters, and one of the filters is like classic or something, when uh-huh. it, when it, where it attempts to. Um, this is what I've read. I haven't messed with this stuff because I've tried to just approach the game as here's what they're presenting me, and I'm I'm just gonna take it on 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 those terms um, instead of like chasing because I feel like whatever the default is, like this is what they wanted you to do, and stuff like that is like tinkering on, at the margins in, in weird ways. Um, but I've heard I, I do believe there is a color filter um, that, that changes the aesthetic. Real. Um, slightly to make it a little more in line with um, like the t- like the kind of tint that was like present in a lot of um Demon Souls lighting, but I do think I feel I feel like this game is chasing Bloodborne um in in, yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. which I'm fine with because Bloodborne's my maybe my favorite game ever made. So it's I like mean, if this is the closest I get to Bloodborne two, then well, I'm not crying. <laughs> here it is. And it yeah. might be making it easier to spend time in the world too. Like to a degree, there was an oppressiveness to Demon Souls and like a yeah, claustrophobia. Uh-huh. That, yeah, but You're also. Right, yeah. Also, I'm like, okay, I can, I have a better sense of like there being space, and I can see what's going on a little bit better. And th- okay, that's another thing. Early in the Bulletarian so Palace, bright. there's yeah. this portion where you are running through the interior of the castle walls. Uh huh. No. And well. in the original game, it's like you are running through a black void, and then fireballs begin dropping on you. And yeah, the only warning you got was like the sound cue of like the torch kicking off and then like shit's exploding and it's terrifying. It's like, I do not know what is happening. Is there a fireball monster up there? What is happening (laughs) here? You walk into that space and you're like, Oh, there's dudes up there. You just kind of look up and like, you can see him moving around in the rafters. Well, there's there's another thing that is different here too, is that um, this is the first game other than Astro's playroom that like uses the dual sense to any like oh. meaningful degree in terms of like uh, manifestly sort of like Im- impacting the the play experience. It's not critical, but like so in these these folks that you're talking, these enemies that throw uh, fire bombs at you, like these um, like bulletarian soldiers that are kind of like left behind that um, toss them in different parts of the inner parts of the castle. When they are doing the wind up for throwing the fire bomb, if you are near them. The, the haptic sensors on the dual sense begin to vibrate. And so you get a very brief uh, sort of like Spider sense is tingling. Yeah, you, yeah, straight up. Um, and I didn't notice it at first until I was like, well, that was kind of weird how that vibrated. And I was like, let me, you know, I've got one of these guys up ahead. I'm going to see what, ha- I'm going to actually like see in real time, like what is actually occurring. And at, I, I saw like, as I approached, like before the, the firebomb came whisking right. my way, I would feel the haptic trigger is kind of go, um, I, I've, I, I want to say that like, there is a t- slight, uh, a vibration if you're trying to parry, but I don't, I didn't feel that I need to like mess with that a little more. Um, but that is like one, one instance where like th- there was a sort of like a meaningful change that, uh, does impact that kind of like mysteriousness that I think a lot of people really like about demons souls or just the souls games in general. That is one of like the approaches is like the appealing parts is like you walk into a room and you get ganked by six dudes because yeah. that's a skeleton just, appears from an alchemy. And it's not, and it's not, and it's, yeah, oh my God, the giant, yeah, the giant yeah, skeleton, yeah, yeah. the uh-huh. famous Vinny moment from giant yeah. bomb. I love uh-huh. that bit. Um, 
And it's the game isn't actually tricking you. You just weren't being careful enough, and then right. the whole joy shield come was back down. You were running yeah. forward instead of walking. Yeah, yeah. But it is true that Rob's right. They're like some of the lighting, <clears throat> and you know maybe you can adjust that. Like you know there are sliders and things like that where you can change how dark the God, game I is. Can't maybe you wait can, for people to put out the like these are your pro level sliders. Like it's a I think there I think it's I think there's straight You're, up might be happen. stuff like that yeah. where it's yeah. like probably these days games are people are sliding the brightness higher. Um, and, and there, it may be the case that like, if you could adjust that stuff, you know, to, to a T that you might be able to get something, I, you know, I don't know, but I th- I do think stuff like that will come out of a game like this as people dig into, you know, personal preference. Cause like personal preference is, is really like a huge part of, of playing, uh, these mm-hmm. games. I love that we're heading toward a, um, aesthetic, like Madden sliders thing. That's where what it's I like said, yeah. waiting for people's. Like sliders, come on, when's Austin gonna publish his, when, uh, uh, yeah. his Demon Soul sliders? I, I gotta wait. know. Like, what's his, what's your what's your brightness at? Austin, what's I see people using? do that with what's HDR. Your, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's to a degree. It is also frustrating that how non-standard um, HDR calibration tools are right, within right. games. Mm. Tell me what I am supposed to be looking for. Am I supposed to be able to pick out detail here, or is it supposed to get blown out? But like a lot of times they just give you a picture and it's like, hey, you just want to fuck with how that looks. And I'm like, you're the perfect. Presumably there's some kind of engineer on the other side of this calibration screen who's like, this is a useful reference image. Tell me what I'm referencing. Tell me what I'm supposed to do. And right. instead, is this it's a like candle, or is this the sun? What yeah, the this, fuck am I supposed to do? This was AC Valhalla, which was like, hey, so yeah. do you want a bright henge or a or a dingy henge? And I'm like. What's I don't know. Do what? To is, this, is this dawn? <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it night? What is it? Uh, God. But I, I think this is a better PlayStation controller too, and I do think this is one of yeah. the reasons I'm getting way more into. Um, I'm playing the Wanderer class, okay. and but, I, but, but, but as I told you, I think you need to start over and play the Royal. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, uh, Patrick. One, I'm an anti-monarchist. Uh, uh-huh, yeah. two, like, I, like, do I want to play some rich boy who like went through the fisher and is like, you know, I, you know, never faced consequences in his life, and like, I'm no. wild. You know who well, I Rob, am. You I don't role play whatever peasant in this game that you want, but I will be off to the side, flinging fucking rocket launcher blue arrows at the people, <laughs> slinging arrows at me while you hide behind the wall, p- pulling up your bow and arrow, like, well, maybe I could get this guy, and then uh, I'll just <laughs> be strolling on through. Rob. It's <laughs> a good Rob voice. That's a good Rob voice. Um, um, for what it's worth, Rob, I also I played a Wanderer when I first played Demon Souls, and I played Japanese. I, I like liked the starting stuff there. You start with the with the like a scimitar. Or, no, it's a falchion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I you know it was that's, that's a that's a fun build. That's a fun build. It's like a I, but I would build. I would encourage for um, one of the questions but I yes. did have is. Well, so when I was I didn't want to replay the this remake as a royal. When I played Demon Souls, um, I just wanted to get through it because I hadn't experienced it before, and I was right. like rushing, kind of rushing through it before Bloodborne came out. I played like just a couple of weeks. I was like, I need to beat this before I get a you know a code for Bloodborne. And so people said, well, if you're just trying to get through it, like you know, Royal's an interesting class to play. Magic is kind of overpowered in Demon Souls. Um. And most people on their first run through a lot of Demon Souls games, or Souls games in general, don't play magic classes. That's often That's what people do on a second, third, fourth run when they're when they want to play the game a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, sure, like I've never done that. Like, let's do that. And it resulted in a lot of people like wringing their hands because they're like, oh, this is funny, except for the fact that you're just like blowing through huge chunks of the game, <laughs> like sniping dudes with a you know your wand. Um, 
And I, I don't know how that will play out in the rest of the game. It is, again, this is something where I'm curious for like YouTube creators to crunch the numbers and like see what has or hasn't changed. But I will say I am running around with my uh, soul's magic missile and I am yeah. just dunk. Well, dunk, the biggest thing there too dunk. is you have the noble starts with, uh, it sorry, starts the with Royal. the rare ring that, right. that increases MP, MP regeneration yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, automatically. Yeah, and um, that's huge. That's the part that makes it. Yes. Because you could just yes. wait in between each encounter and let your soul arrow come back. You can. Then, it's like a long time. And maybe yeah. that's one thing that's changed. I have no idea. I mean, sure. it's not such a long time that as you're just kind of casually going through an area, it won't fill back up. Right, but like, right, for right. example, um, uh, like, I'm like hemming and hawing on like spoilers, but like. Uh, I'm just going to say, I'm whatever, sorry, skip ahead 30 seconds. The Tower Knight, the second boss, is yeah. especially weak to magic, and, like, the Soul Arrow in particular. Like, you can you can target its head um, if you can line it up with the Soul Arrow and do, like, 180 points. I know, it's it's wild how overpowered <laughs> Demon Soul's magic is. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, just don't, I just don't know if that stuff is going to, like, continue playing out, you know, throughout the the rest of the game. I don't know how if that balance has been sure. adjusted at all, but um it feels good. But I that I the only reason I did that was cuz I, I I was like if I'm going to sit down with this game, I'd be curious to engage with it the way I, I'm most familiar, which was rolling that class. So I did like a wanderer or a magician, like one of the I was like I still want to do magic because that's how I think of demon souls canonically in my head. Um but uh I ended up just going back to the Royal. Wow. But now I just want to re-roll yeah. and do someone else because I've done that already. Like, yeah. I played I think Demon I'm Souls do, as a I think a I'm going to start as a Temple Knight and do some miracles. I've never done miracles in Demon Souls. Um, and I'm, I'm in retrospect, it's like, I, that would make it so that I've done miracles in Demon Souls, heavy in, in or, or, or uh, uh, physical stuff in Dark Souls, uh, miracles in Dark Souls 2, Mm-hmm. Uh, physical stuff in Dark Souls Three. <laughs> well, because like Two really off, expanded the magic stuff, yeah, right? The, Dark Souls Two was like the a huge miracles magic and, and Dark Miracle stuff was really, really good. And is the difference between because like there's in Demon Souls there, you know, there's uh, miracles and spells, right? Like is the different? I think that's the difference between the two. I believe um, that that's right. Yeah. Um, are mo- is like one of them just like buffs and one of them's attack? Like I don't know what the because no, I are, mostly did spells some, with the royal. Uh, I believe that there are also some some. Um, I guess it's I guess it's mostly now. I'm, I'm looking at mm, if it's anything mm, like Dark Souls. It, yeah, that that seems almost correct. Like there are that's about right. There's yeah, some there's miracles that are there's like one attack miracle. I think right. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at I'm looking at them now. And in Demon Souls, it's mostly buffs. Um, there is a way that religious man who sells the, the, the miracles is like, Hey, you know, what's, you know, what God loves miracles, fucking you know, miracles. You, know you know what you do when you, you cast spells, you're channeling the demons. And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, the specific thing that hap- that happens is, or it's one of the, 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 a few of the more offensive ones seem like they're tied into, uh, uh, PVP a little bit, including one that just says like, Black Phantoms, return to your world. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'm not dealing with you. Uh, and that's great. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I've, I've not encountered a Black Phantom, and I haven't... The game's still so, like, under... Like, I'm, I'm almost tempted to, like, not spend much more time with it until the game's out in the wild. In the wild, yeah. Because I want... Um, like, there ha- haven't been invaded yet, and world tendency is not getting 
impacted because there's just, you know, only, yeah. you know, a handful of thousands uh, playing the game as opposed to, you know, millions the next 48, the 48 hours. So what? World Tendency? What? World Tendency oh, is a... Buddy. So this is so this is part of why Demon's people... Souls and Dark Souls 2 are the only two I haven't played. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so D- Demon's Souls, part of the reason people have a such a soft spot for it and will often consider it their... You know, some of Souls is whatever was your first, you know, is your favorite. And then there are just like legitimately interesting design things that from software got away from um, in Demon after Demon Souls. And one of them is World Tendency, where how often you die and how often other people die affects like the color leaning of the world, which then impacts um, side quests. It impacts. It changes, uh, like drops. yeah, it, it, um, it straight up will change, like, or will open and close gates for side activities and stuff. Yes. It'll move, um, it'll move so like, depending on like from what, one place to another. Yeah, so there are also, and uh, that was, that was one of those things that I thought, well, I won't blame them, but I would also be disappointed mm-hmm. if they decided, you know what, which that's just, that was, that was weird and they didn't go back to it. So we're just going to get rid of that in the remake and instead they kept it and it's not explained. It's just like you pull up the options menu and that one part says world tendency. And it's like, okay, <laughs> is it clear what sure. the world tendency and stuff are now in a way? I didn't, I didn't look at, I didn't look okay. at it too much because there's nobody, there's barely anyone populating the world yet. So I, I didn't mess with it. Um, too much, and because I was going through the first couple of areas, I wasn't dying as much just cause like I've, right. like I've been here. Like I know, you know, when I, once I got to the, the area leading up to tower night, when you, we have to go across that long bridge. Um, one, the dragon is is pretty, it's pretty fucking good in this game. Like I find it like, legitimately terrifying at parts to be running from um, that dragon. Um, but I was like, I've played this game before. There's got to be a shortcut here I'm missing. And like I did the thing, I like looked it up and was like, nah, you just need to get better at dodging as you run across that <laughs> gap. And I was like, ah, oh, you do. Right. Uh, the big, the biggest questions for me still. Will there be the cat icon for when you're wearing the cat fall ring? I believe that's been answered. Um, yeah. Is the answer I don't yes. know what the answer. So for people, <laughs> there is a cat ring, right? In Demon yeah. Souls. Uh-huh. In which the you buy image from patches. of the cat oh, a uh, is, is just oh, a photo. Yeah. Like a photo of a developer's cat. Hell yeah. Um, Hell it's yeah. very outside, very, like <laughs> completely breaks aesthetic. It's not... Um, that's Hold not true. On. It's perfect. It really adds up because you could Hold also on. get the rat going. ring. And the rat ring is also just a, a, a forward I facing. Need, I, got I need it. to link. I need to. Oh, you got it. Oh, okay. That also has the rat the rat icon, which is just one of the rats from the game shot full bright dead on. Uh, <laughs> the cat is just a cat, though. That's perfect. The cat it's just a cat. is just a photo of a cat. That's just a photo of a cat under all those bars. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, so I hope, please, 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 I'm begging you, I'm begging I'm you, try- please. Demon Souls wiki. I'm trying to see if it's already been, um, oh yeah, right. You would think by updated. now someone would have got, I, I don't know. I guess that's people, a lot of people have been streaming it. So area, I, I don't know how far area three, three or, mm, I can't remember where patches is anyway. I, I don't we, know, but so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's been changed or not. One other thing I'll I'll note though is uh, I wish this game had any kind of help text about like anything you see in your inventory <laughs> or uh, your character stat sheet. Like to me, it still feels like I'm flying blind. Like I got a you sword are. that Wait, was like not, so it does it still does not do like uh, hit triangle to read what these stats do. Uh, 
it certainly didn't seem to be offering that okay. to me. Like when I would like it would pull up, I could I could bring up details with triangle, but it wasn't like here's how this fucking works. So like I don't know, like just a quick flavor of how this like um just a just a bit of friction I had with it. I found a bastard sword like early in one of my runs, and stats wise it is better than my falchion. Um and so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll switch to that. Like, it's a heavier weapon, but beyond that, like, it, it just looks better. Um, so I, I go to switch to it, and it's like, you don't have the stats for that. Uh, so you will lo- use it less efficiently. Uh-huh. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I, I follow, like, I follow the logic, but uh-huh. where do I see that I don't have the stats for it? Like, there's nothing on the weapon card that says, yo, like, you do not have, you're not, you're not qualified on a bastard sword. <laughs> and so like that was that was kind of an example of like okay so what are the relevant stats for this like there's damage types there's like uh a raft of stats that you that so are So I will I will t- I can tell you I can I can explain this to you no and in some ways this is a testament to blue points <laughs> what they've no. decided to keep and what they've decided yeah, to change yeah. like the uh-huh. interface in Demon Souls like there are a lot of things that I wish they had stuff like world tendency really ambitious um so I wish they had kept that going forward. Um, Elden Ring, hold out hope. Spencer out there saying the most ambitious game that Miyazaki's ever worked on. Okay. Please maintain the put some mechs anyway, in it. We'll talk. Um, the interface stuff. The interface stuff is 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 janky to say the least in Demon Souls, and it's like it's it's almost never. There is still like like so much mystery they leave in there, but there is like more specificity and explanation as the series goes along. So Rob. When you are in your inventory screen, yeah. um, if you hit square on any item, mm-hmm. so on the right-hand side, it shows you, like, the big fancy character model. And if you hit triangle, that, like, goes through, like, your stat they sheet look too pretty, and, like, how it, the way. It, how it impacts you. And then uh, on the left side, where it's got all your stuff, if you hit square, it will bring up, um, so there's, there's something called attribute bonus. And it says, like, E, D, that shows you how it scales along those attributes. So, like, if you're putting points into strength, you're, you're going to want to um, not only pick a weapon that looks cool, but a weapon that scales along with strength because you're going to get bo- damage bonuses out of that. And below that, it says attribute requirements, and it's going to show you the different little, you know, strength, dex, magic, faith, all the different, like, attributes. And it will show you um, if it's red then that means you don't have enough. And then you can look at the number on the right-hand side and see, like, you have to do the work, though. Like, the game will just not tell you, like, by the way, go upgrade decks one level, and then you can equip this stuff. <laughs> you have to, like, go and do the math on your own, which is part of the appeal. Like, the uh, the obfuscation is... But does it, um, does it sit down, it's like, fully and explain what these attributes do? Because, like, when you're doing the character select, it's like, this character has high luck. And I'm like, luck is a wishy-washy stat in RPGs. Like, like it sometimes it's important, sometimes it isn't. Also, what? stats stats don't mean anything in a Souls game. Classes don't mean anything in a Souls game. When you pick a class, it's part of why like picking a royal early on is maybe just beneficial, like writ large, because you can just respec as you go along. Like nothing is permanent. And I don't know in Demon Souls, can you just drop all your points and start over? I don't know if they I have that feature. I don't in. believe there's not someone who can drop you to zero and, and um, to solo But either way, you could you can grind as many levels as you want and like, re- but it's just like, there's nothing permanent in cre- in, in picking a class in Souls. It is literally it's, just, it's a starting you want to start with a little bit of strength plus you, some stats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, if you end up like, oh, I found so, this sword uh, that's a high strength requirement and I want to I want to wield this sword even though my strength isn't there, just start dumping points into strength. So wait, Patrick, there isn't a like, 
hit the option button to kind of scroll through everything on this screen and have a little helper explainer text next to no, it at all. They did not. That something that you actually I think they probably should have brought yeah, over. Probably from, they didn't. I believe in Dark Souls 2 is when they added that where like I think you it was hit, in like yeah, Dark Souls 1. Was it, was it in 1? I think so. Um but yeah, like quite literally they don't explain um what stats do in <laughs> Demon Souls. Um <laughs> So you had to go online, look at a wiki, and be like, uh, because you would look at, oh no, actually, you know what they do? Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. When you are, and again, this is and this is where the fuzziness comes in. Right. I don't remember uh-huh. what was in the original. What's in this? When you go to, there's a, a character you talk to who takes your souls and upgrades. As you are going over, as you scroll over those stats, it explains what those stats do um, in plain language. It says like, sure. this will increase your stamina. This will increase your item encumbrance. Like this will increase your strength. So, but there's again, no, I don't know. there's uh, yeah. no way to go like on an, on an item on like a, a weapon, for example, hit a no. button and be like, okay, this no. is what this no. attribute is the way that in, no. in later there's like a little menu that you can like just scroll through everything. I on don't, the screen. I'm, I'm looking at now and damn, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, trying to desperately just find something. I want to find I don't the screen so. that you're looking at so bad. And this was this was this is stuff that like even now when I start when I started this it stressed me out. I was like, oh, I hate this part. Even though I know intellectually none of this matters, and I can spec my character however I'd like, and just there there are locations in this game where you can, you know, get six souls like every three seconds and just just rotate through. I mean, like it, nothing is permanent, but. I both love and hate it. As someone that's like doesn't have a history with D and D, like doesn't really understand. Like, uh-huh. like I came up with console RPGs in which stats didn't. You know, it was like you just bought equipment and equipment changed stats, but you just didn't have to worry about. You know, it's just like the not, numbers went up the, mostly. The numbers went up, and that was important. It didn't matter. Um, Maybe there's a specific fight where you wanted to make sure yeah. you had anti poison rings on or whatever, but that was it. But I didn't have to worry about the difference between dex and strength, and that that was that was just one of those like mental model things that. Uh-huh. The Souls games, uh, they just sort of assume like you have a familiarity with this, and like you'll kind of get it or go look it look it up. And so there there are things like that where they have not um, not brought uh, quality of life stuff over in in that regard, um, which is interesting. I'm like it it, may, it just makes there are so many interesting things about this as like a and maybe this is where we can jump off of this and come yeah. back to it later. But just it, it makes it such a fascinating work because it, there's such an interesting intersection of like. Like, what even is this game, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not the original developer. They're making some modernization decisions, but not others. They're keeping a admittedly crummy interface mostly intact. Um, which, is, which, when you see the work that they've done to change the way most of the game looks, they're that it's not like they're, they're making choices that don't line up lines. with that, right? Yes, like, where exactly. it's like, oh. Like this is a line in the sand. This is pure. We're right. just going to upres this interface to look in. We're going in, to make it 4K easier for you to walk through the dark tunnel because it's going to be a little bit brighter and the controller is going to vibrate before someone throws a bomb at you. But we're not going to help you understand the difference between piercing and slashing damage. Right. Uh, <laughs> which the 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 thing that's so interesting. Is we're like that's it. That's that's what they're doing. That's where they have drawn the line. Here's here's. I mean. Yeah. What's there up? are a lot of. Uh, Mysterious things about Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that goes unexplained. Um, yes. In in good ways and bad ways. Um, but there are. I'm I'm be cautious with my words here. Um, there are swings they take. Things happen in the Nexus. Um, yeah. Over the course of that game. Oh yeah. Um. 
You get lots of new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess here's okay. Here's the vaguest way I can put it. I know what you're saying. You there there are, there are lots of character interaction. You get a hub in yes. which it feels like a place. Um, and they do the closest they get to that is in you know Dark Souls Two. Majula. Uh, what's that opening? Majula. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. Majula. Like there's a still maybe the best music in any Souls game. It's true. Um, uh, that's maybe the closest they get to that, but I still think there is nothing quite like the Nexus in any other Souls game where you have a place that as you go through the game, you you have uh, all these sorts of characters and there are actual like character arcs and dynamics that play out um, in the Nexus. Um, and there's like, there's one in particular that just, I blew my fucking mind when it happened. And when people play it, they'll know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is one of the coolest things like I was ranking things that happened to me in a Souls game. It has nothing to do with dying or playing or anything. It is there is just some there stuff, something that occurs some in the next happens. Some, yeah. some, some stuff happens. It is it is truly amazing, and that's where I'm so excited that for people to experience yeah. that stuff. And I that presume stuff it's here. Presumably, will uh, hopefully will fucking be here. Um, I, yeah, yeah I, I'm. This is like always the thing with this stuff. It's like I'm not a purist about much of anything. Um, people find their own ways into things, right? Like they really do. And and I, I'm happy that there is an opportunity for people to do that here. I, I just wish we lived in a world in which the original was also accessible, where there had been efforts yeah. made to make the original playable just as is uh, alongside yeah, it have to, this. You don't have to do a, you know, a 4K, totally. 60 FPS. Just like just a way to emulate it totally. that went along with this that was like, hey – We've done I think this about, like fancy remaster, yeah. but also if you'd like to go back to the original, like as a show of respect for, 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 for you know, for the work, like here, here's what these original developers intended. And like, here's a way to experience that in, in some way. I, 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 I really, tr- I also think that would help um, nullify like, it, it, it like a lot is like blue, you know, then you can look and say, well, blue point decided to do this because of X, Y, and Z. Um, and you can almost see where they're coming from. If you can go and reference the original work and doesn't put as much burden on them to ride that tension of, you know, letting something exist because that's the way it was versus, well, it makes sense to do this because creatively we think this would be a better experience or something like that. I've so. been, I've been watching uh, my friends, Keith and Kylie over at run button play through um the halo halo as an anniversary collection the one i think it was, bef- it was before master chief collection i don't know the one, the one where halo one and two where you could like swap the visuals you could swap right? the visuals and it's it's i don't expect that of every remake i don't but it is really fucking cool to see both of those art styles put yeah. against each other and the and and it's it's really instructive about the ways in which Things, uh, updates, remakes that feel like, oh yeah, this is just what I remember, how I remember it. This is a natural extension. Um, actually do make dramatic changes to the way a space feels, to the way a space, uh, kind of isn't, is, is inhabitable. Um, you know, I think a lot about the, the, there's like an opening, you know, the opening bit in Halo, or not the opening, opening bit, but once you land on the Halo and you step outside, um, it turns out that like filling that space with a bunch of additional like uh uh you know foliage and stuff completely changes the atmosphere of that of that area in a way that makes it feel less alien and feel more like like uh earthly in in, in a way that is like strange and like okay well this is a distinct I get why you make it look like this but also <laughs> because you looked at it in a modern context and were like wow they didn't have the tech to like actually totally. fill anything to make the frame rate work so we got to put something we gotta on put this, something in on this, this environment fucking on the ground here or do you? but when you look 
I don't think you do. Yeah. Um, or Same. or you do, but but one of the things that's great about that specific version of a remake is you get to see those two things put side by side. And it's like, yo, this is dramatically different. Uh and, and that is that is that is um you know something I wish was available here and and I don't know. I'm I'm still excited to dig into it because because it's been a minute since I've played a Souls game. Uh I I here's what I'll say. I bet if Neo 2 had come out on PC, I would feel much different about this because I'd be like, yeah, I, I got my fix this year. I got my <laughs> judging my stamina and attacking and blah 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 fix already. I don't need all that. So so you know, maybe maybe it's been saved in some ways by the uh the the fact that Neo 2 still hasn't hit PC. Um damn, I, I is Neo say, 2 um, getting a PS5 like <laughs> boost? Is that is that in the uh, I don't know. Maybe. Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it has so like the the PS5 reading different the backwards compat backwards compatibility stuff. Like one of the ways the PlayStation gets um slightly better than Xbox and, and you know everything's like, you know, the, there's different advantages and disadvantages to each console, but lots of PS4 Pro games that uh came out in the Pro era have uncapped frame rates and then yeah. when that just gets a natural boost on the sure. PS5, it like soars in a way that um there just weren't that many uncapped frame rate games on on the xbox comparatively um and so i don't, I don't know if neo benefits one yeah one one thing that's tangential to, to demon souls um is that this game starts in performance mode mm-hmm. but does have a resolution mode where it goes to, you know again i don't know the technical specifics but i presume the difference is it's like dynamic resolution as opposed to sticking to uh, sticking to straight 4k um i the 4k first the 4k stuff looks like shit um the frame rate looks bad but I know okay. it's not. I know, I, like, it, I know it's thirty frames a second. And but psychologically, there is something so. And I, I mean to write about this, and I might do that today. There's something so strange about being able to swap between the two because it makes the difference so stark that it it, it literally like breaks my brain. Where I play lots of games at, at, at crummy frame rates, thirty frames a second is plenty fine for me. Yeah. But the moment you see them literally, quite literally side by side, it makes the resolution version look completely awful. Like I I I can tell the difference, but I was swapping between them. I was like, I can't do it. Like once I've seen the performance <laughs> mode, it ruins the resolution mode for me. Had I just started in a resolution mode, I don't know that I would have cared that much. <laughs> Um, but this is the first time console games truly have had these sorts of this sort of level of customiz- customizability in terms of like fidelity, which is mm-hmm. normal for the PC, but relatively new for consoles. And it's just strange because like this also happened with me with Godfall, where like I started in resolution mode and went no, and then I need that resolution mode. And was like, I gotta ah, see these um, dual blades swinging in sixty frames per second in all their <laughs> glory. Can we talk about Godfall real quick. Sure. Yeah, I don't know that we're gonna have a Godfall section every week. <laughs> We will there Kato are. has anything to say about it. Kato, yeah. did you dig into the Godfall? We made that Kato's bit and then he update. didn't even download the Godfall game. update. You didn't is that download it? It's, uh, it's 60% When I don't have a way to get Kato a code. I've unlocked three different Valor plates. Kato hasn't even installed the game. No, sorry. Uh, fucking Steam ate up all my bandwidth. <laughs> Downloading Fair, a different story. You'll uh, sh- uh, never fall to gods shooter. like that. Nah. Um, Godfall. <laughs> Godfall. Godfall is what, it what we expected it, it to be. Yeah. It, it is, hey, we are it a launch. It is what we thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a yeah, looter it's, slasher. It's a launch game. It's a launch game. It's a looter slasher uh, with very arcadey 
uh, Souls-inspired combat, I would say. R1 light attacks, R2 heavy attacks. You get some special attacks if you held, if you hold down uh, L2, you block with L1. Uh, <laughs> there's like a skill tree. What's up? What's up? No, bro? you're just also describing Assassin's Creed Valhalla combat. Oh yeah, hundred well. percent. Like everything, <laughs> yes. like all melee everything. systems now have the language of Souls games. Yeah, it's which is an incredible coup, by the way, for FromSoft, <laughs> a studio that again had four launch games on the PS2 and no one gave a fuck about them. Uh, it, what a what a what a fucking glow up. Um, the it's a game in which you are you know getting drops from chests fighting hordes of enemies i dare um, i dare anyone to watch the opening cutscene to this game and explain to me what's going on there's Ooh, like okay that's there's a, take up. there's a god <laughs> then it uh-huh. fell no there's like, yep. there's a war okay there's a someone was like we're going to do something big and you were like i'm going to help you and uh-huh. then it turns out that person <laughs> betrays you and kicks you off the top uh, of your a, brother, right? Your brother? Question mark. Uh-huh. Is that real? But where is is it real is, brother where, or is it or is it I like figurative know. brother? Like brother. brother. I don't know. Brother. brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twin snakes uh, style. <laughs> Cam Clark yelling brother. Um, I'm just like it has the most like feels like a, a like, this had, like someone someone was like ah. Shit, anyone got a story? Put it, we gotta put a st- brother against brother. <laughs> They're fighting each other. Macros tried to kill me. He failed. Macros, that's right. His name was Macros. Man. Every time he comes on, like, Macros? Macros? Uh, it has my, have you seen the trailer, the launch trailer for it? Because it has Robotech? my very favorite line ever. There's a character who you meet who has, like, a, her face is cool. The Seventh Sanctum. The like, yeah. She's like a like kind an of amalgamation robot of fantasies. weird robot. Yeah. yeah, a robot fantasy with like floating plates for her face. And in the trailer, she goes, you are strong, Orin, but not strong enough. You'll need to craft better weapons. And it's like, <laughs> you can't put that in the trailer. That's like saying, you need to hit the Y button to dodge. <laughs> like, you need to craft better weapons in the context Jeez. of video games is empty. It's an empty, yeah. like, it's nothing. It's been drained of all of its life. Dead language. Um, uh, and that is this game in a real way. I think, it, listen, the thing I want to give it is, like, it fucking goes for its aesthetic. It is an extremely I, th- I think it looks I think it looks high cool fantasy. Uh, yeah, it I, is. It I is really like the 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 designs on all um, the, the the valor plates look sick. Like, uh, and I'm not. This is not my wheelhouse, and I still think that they nail it. I think some of the enemy designs are really sick. I wish I liked playing the game more. Um, well, it's okay. Like, I mean, the basic ass shit. Um, you know, you lock on. You know, clicking. You know, right six, uh, click R3 in. or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, except. You know, as a standard in every video game now, you know, you're, you know, in this, in Godfall, you're often dealing with like multiple enemies at once. And you just, you're supposed to be able to like, you know, sw- you know, move that right, that right stick right or nope. left and you can switch the uh-huh. lock on. Nope. What? Not in Godfall. No. Um, you have connect. to unclick it yep. and then like wheel the camera around and then hope when you reclick it. It locks on to the one no. that you want. Yeah. And no. it's very rare that that actually would happen. So I'd often have to like un you know like unclick run away like try and reset the enemy pattern like um or not deal with the lock on whatsoever but this isn't a game like ghost of tsushima where uh at first in that game i didn't like that you couldn't lock on to enemies but then came to understand oh they have designed this game around this idea and once you get over once you em- embrace that, I think I think it works for what what it's trying to accomplish. This game has a lock on, but <laughs> like and doesn't work particularly well right. when you remove that lock on because it wants you to engage in parry. Like parrying is a big part of it, and you know like mm-hmm. parrying is like pretty important when you're like in these one on one 
um, PVE matches. And so I found that really, it, that really took me out of it. Um, yeah. even as much as like, I like the basic ask, like I, as much as I like playing a, a demon souls where the parry window is extremely small and precise. And there was a satisfaction in nailing that and just donk like the right. donk that like that game does. And the sound effects in demon Souls the remake are like, are pretty, the, the thud that you get when you lock that parry and you and you attack a dude is is really good. Um, but it's nice to then translate that to one where like I can sit back in my chair and casually hit the L1 button and still get that like thunk and then um, attack an enemy. Um, and th- there's a decent enough of that here that, I don't know, this game strikes me as like when I played D- Diablo 3 with a buddy and we just drank beer and weren't really paying attention to what was going on. It was just like a, you know, a conversational yeah. game. Like mm-hmm. Godfall, it would be good for that. Like I, I, I think it is. It is totally competent. It looks pretty. Dude, you could do worse how, if you're looking for something like this. Yeah, um, I, the thing for me ends up being does it have legs to support its long RPG aspirations? Like, so for instance, there are twelve valor plates. These are the classes of this game. Um, they all so, look. Sick. Yeah, well, it pretends they're classes. Yeah, except dude. it's really just like which one do you think looks cool? Because the difference between it's them nothing. is not that different. Also, it's the game nothing. appears to treat all status effects exactly the dude, same. Dude, this is what like, I'm saying. Burn, burn. What's it mean to ignite? Ice, you take damage bleed, over time. Exactly it's all the damage same over thing. time. I was like, which was, one do you think is cooler? Fire. Or, or curse. blood. Yeah, do you want the <laughs> curse? Cool, do you want the, the evil-looking Valor plate that has faces all I over do. it? I do. I want the one that she does looks curse. Sick that as, one looks She cool. looks sick as hell. But what's she do? All she does is that she does curse stuff. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. There's some sort of constellation augment thing that maybe over the long period of time, like what upgrades you're putting in are going to be different. But like on first blush, I expected I expected Warframe differences, which I wanted this to be my Warframe. <laughs> Guys, I really wanted this to be my Warframe. And it's not going to be my Warframe. Warframe, because these aren't as cool as Warframes. Warframes have different distinct powers. They have different abilities. You get builds differently. They use the same weapons, like like in in Godfall. But there's there's real distinction there. The fact that like the bug one that has wings can't like hover or fly. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why? The well, fa- even and, like there's again, a- yeah. It's just when I, the moment you should have seen my face the moment I realized that curse, fire, mm-hmm. ice, shock, and elite poison, and at least one other one water or something yeah whatever or all just damage over time without like it's not like fire jumps from person to person it's not nope. like poison reduces enemy damage dealing like it's 100 percent just dots and that was like oh y'all dots, y'all really just dots everywhere just dots everywhere well, not, only, not only that i um so yeah, yeah, you know there are story fun. missions and then there are things called hunts yeah where it's like go back out into the realm you know the world and uh, go fight like a bigger enemy, and I was like, "Oh, go fight this uh big you big know, dog. tiger yeah. cat, yeah, dog thing." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay," um, because you have to collect enough of these certain objects to unlock the next story mission, which I'm sure is just a way of getting you to grind a couple of levels to to, to power up, um, which is fine. And and I liked the combat enough to go do that. And then so you, I go and find this uh this big dog thing, and I'm in the middle of that fight, and I get like three fourths through its health, and then. And it gets me, and I'm like, ah, like, all right, like, let's do it again. Well, I hit checkpoint, and I go back to the fight, and that enemy still has three fourths of their health gone. The game is is continuous. It mm. is. It does not restart yeah. a fight. Uh-huh. Anytime you die, whether it's in against a boss a, fight, a boss fight, or in a skirmish, game says, you know what? 
You got this. Just come on just back. Like, just, you know what? I know you got nearly all the way through that fight. Just you finish close, it off. But just finish it off. And I found that just incredibly deflating. Yeah. Um, huh. It makes sense. It makes sense uh, maybe when you're just, um, there, are, there are sequences where you don't necessarily need even to, to do a quest. You can just be exploring the world. That makes sense for it to be continuous, where in the, the middle of like a random scrum of enemies, just let you come back because you're trying to find the chest that's yeah, behind them. You're like, just grinding sure, for I get mats, that. basically. It's, yeah. low, it's low stakes. But the moment that you've carried that over into a, a battle of some import, it, makes, it just makes me not want to yeah. care about what I'm doing in the fight because it ultimately doesn't – it doesn't matter that I've um, – and it has some interesting ideas. Like um, the – the parrying um, can happen to so there are like three three uh, like variations of an of an enemy attacking you like a regular attack and like whatever version of that they they have based on the enemy type. Um, if it they charge red, that's an unblockable, and that means you have to get out of the way and, and dodge. There's nothing you can do except just 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 move out of their path. If they charge blue, that one you're like really encouraged to parry because you're going to extend the window that they're um, they're stunned, and so like they're like. There's interesting stuff like that where you're, you know, trying to pay attention to what they're doing and respond to that in sort of a, you know, rock, paper, scissors sort of way. But again, like, what's the point in me caring about that if I die, I hit X, I I had, um, I, 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 there's a really tough boss fight in the Destiny 2 uh, expansion that we'll talk about in the second half of the show. And there's a really tough boss fight in the Genshin Impact update that also dropped, which really quick, that stuff is great. It wraps up the Liyue chapter really well. Um, The boss fight in it fucking rules like it's so 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 cool and and both of those really pushed me the destiny one i must have tried like 10 times um uh really like a hard fucking fight for the way i was where i was geared um and that was frustrating but it was nowhere near but i wanted to beat it whereas the second i lost uh, a boss fight with like a little bit of health left in godfall and then immediately it's respawned me just outside the boss fight and the boss had the same amount of health i was like oh i don't care about this i'm done with this game yeah. now i don't I, care that you're named right like, like it's you're in, no one to me right like, you just told me really that i am infinitely more powerful than you you don't get to come back if i kill you you don't get to run back into the arena that would actually be hilarious like if, if they were like i can also do that there's some <laughs> other way you have to kill me that would be sick um make that well, they game. Do, and they do they do like another uh cool uh mechanic is their so as you do a light attack, you are building up this meter basically. Yeah. Like as you every time you hit, you'll see there's like a white bar that goes around um, um, their health. And if you fill that meter and then hit R two, do the heavy attack, you do like a soul uh, break. I think I forget what the actual terminology. Soul shatter. But, base, but yeah, soul shatter. Like you can then hit with that entire health and like and and and. Um, do this mega attack by stringing together the light attacks that fills a meter. Then you do the heavy attack. They soul shatter. There are certain enemies that take no damage from light attacks, um, but you have to hit with a light attack to increase their soul shatter state. And then, so like there are all these like little like again like I, you know, it was kind of a bit about us like like playing this game, but like yeah. the bit turned into I actually think I might want to play this game. Like this could be a cool like. Hey Austin, you just want to like fuck around in like a golf ball for ninety minutes and and we'll you know whatever just like yeah, go on a couple of hunts great. and like immediately like the checkpoint thing is the thing that really did it for me. It was like a lot of other things I could find excuses for, yeah. and then once that happened, I was like, oh, this is just spam R one with no consequences yeah. and. I, I'm not – I wouldn't be shocked if they added like a, a patch that was like, yeah, just like that doesn't do that anymore. Like you die and like have to start – I mean because I just don't 
I don't know. I, f- I found it really deflating. I mean, you know, the environments are super generic and whatever, yeah. but yeah, I was yeah, willing to kind of true. look past. A, a yeah, bunch of that I, stuff. I um, you know, I hope it finds an audience that can stick with it as they continue to try to maybe improve some of these things. But I don't know. Yeah. The, that audience will not include me, unfortunately. Uh, no, gave it, gave it, listen, again, I think the aesthetics are, are really there. I think that they like took yeah. a big swing at at a look that is easy to laugh at. And instead they landed that. Um, and, and I think that like, yeah, the foundations of the way the combat feels is totally there. Uh, but a lot of the things that are supposed to like, you, you can't just build a scaffold. A scaffold has to build you something else, you know? Um, anyway, uh, that's Godfall. Rob, you did bring up Assassin's Creed Valhalla there. Uh, I'm guessing you've, you've gone, you put some time into it. Like only the very start. I'm playing it okay. on Series X. Um, and I gotta say, like, I might, doesn't yeah. seem great, Austin. Uh, in terms of Series X performance, uh, there's a few things. There's like weird sound artifacts on the soundtrack where like I'm getting like little bursts of like squeals or like static and in just places. Not not oh, those are just the, those are just the British fleeing from your might. Um, <laughs> little squeals, no? Yeah, okay. actually, no. Sorry, that is happening with uh, Watch Dogs. Uh, oh, okay. X. That is where I'm getting. Those it. are also I, just the British, British yeah. from your mic. <laughs> yeah, it's the, uh, you're terrorizing English, English people. No, with um with Valhalla, the issue I'm running into is it keeps like right now. I played for like three hours last night. All my saves from it say data is corrupted. So I'm super excited to see what happens what? when I like run from those saves again because midway through it started saying, ah, we can't talk to the Ubisoft Connect servers. Um, and so. I'm like, did they're always online shit? Actually, let me get to the bottom of this right now. Because, um, like, it's I played just enough of that game that if all that progress is wiped, I'm never going back. It's got a good opening, but I'm not doing, like, the three hours <laughs> of, like, Ivor. Now go, you know, <laughs> go wander the frozen what? wastes of Norway for Do we know what minutes. happened? Why does it... Why did it... I, like... It has something to do with their online services. Um, okay. I mm. had because I first started getting errors when I was taking photos, and at first they were uploading as normal, and then I started getting like, ah, this couldn't this couldn't upload errors, um, and I'm not entirely sure what that was about. Yeah. And then when it came time for me to wrap up, it gave me little messages like, you know, hey, your data is corrupt. So I'm a little bit, little bit concerned about that. Game looks good, um, but yeah, both the Ubisoft like uh, you know flagships of this release season do seem like they are maybe still like figuring out the whole Series X thing. Um, you know, beyond that, I, I I will say it does it does feel fully like it's Witcher Five, like it feels at this point. The evolution we saw underway with uh, Origins and Odyssey seems to have been completed with Valhalla, and I think that's mostly a good thing. It okay. so than, Ubisoft has gone full Witcher just in time for Cyberpunk to disappoint and for them to announce a new Witcher game and go running back to that. That's that is that thought crossed my mind as I was playing it. Is Ubisoft like looked at Witcher and was like, we're just gonna copy that because that's you know an open world with story and. Uh, progression systems <laughs> holding together slightly underwhelming uh, mechanical yeah. system. Sure, that that we could do that. <laughs> um, whereas, yeah, it'd be very funny if 
CD Projekt is like at the end of this. Oh fuck, we are not immersive sim developers, are we, guys? Huh? That's a different genre. Yeesh. <laughs> uh, turns out, uh, wearing out the VHS of Demolition Man and Blade Runner didn't teach us a lot about American culture either. So, uh, yeah, Ooh, that Netflix show was awfully popular, isn't it? Hmm. We should, hmm. Yeah. So, like. I, I will say I, I've enjoyed the opening hours. Uh, the combat does feel better than it has in a while in terms of like boss fights. Um, I just need to... You know how quarterbacks have checkdowns? You know, that little yeah. thing mm-hmm. on their wrists where it's like, just yeah. don't, like, you know, here's what you call. Mm-hmm. Here, you know, here's... I need to basically have something on my wrist that says, don't go for that last hit. Just don't do it. Like, and this this holds true for for Demon yeah. Souls. It holds true. I was going to say, Valhalla. says the guy who's just starting Demon Souls I, and hasn't gotten to a boss. I yet. need to stop doing. I need to stop being like, Haha, I've staggered this guy now just to go ham. <laughs> and like, I need to stop doing it. You gotta, you gotta go go watch the Natalie Bloodborne streams and listen to all of us be like, all right, don't get greedy. Back off. Remember, you got your two hits in. Going for a third or especially a fourth is not necessary. Let, I think we, I think we just, beak. just let me dip my beak in that pool of maybe damage. Rob should not play any more Demon Souls. This should be our post vaccine treat, uh-huh. and we're just all gonna watch Rob play a Souls game together. together. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Fuck. Oh, I would love this. I would love this. First, Natalie teaches through. Rob how to play Bloodborne. Oh, oh yeah, so love this, dude. You can't load it. Can't it's not load. loading. Well, no, all, like, all my auto saves, all my all my stuff says data corrupt. Uh, so I will say, uh, Rob, this seemed to happen to a couple of press people. So this may be specific to uh, us. <laughs> OK. OK. Right. Well, could be. Could be. It looks like it looks like my game is where I left it. So I didn't lose all that. As long as I keep that game open, I, I guess I didn't lose that progress. But I, yeah, I would. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. I know what happened to uh, Gene Park at Washington Post. So I, I, I believe people lost, straight up just lost progress. Um, but I think that might be related to, to us and not necessarily the the wide. Yeah, but I, level. but I waited. I was a good boy. I waited. No, I know, until I know. They I'm said just, it yeah. was it was available. I'm I'm with you. I just haven't. I I just I have heard that from a bunch of press people. So I just. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, maybe I have maybe concerns because, like, again, it has a strong opening, but. Assassin's Creed openings are really drawn out. I am like halfway through its opening, like prologue act. And what did Galt say? Eight hours yeah. to, the, to the title card. <laughs> yeah. God. So like it can't, it cannot do this to me. Yeah. Um, like the first time I found the lady's comb and she was like, you want to have sex? It was funny, but like, I don't think I want to go get that comb again um, for. <laughs> Damn. Sex wasn't yeah. good. I, I, I'm here. You know, it, there was a lot of um, talking around it and then, you know, an sure. Ubisoft cut to like, that was great. Same time <laughs> of day, same, you know, how it yeah. always is. Yeah, how it yeah. always is. Yeah, Just, standard. You know, after after a good after a good bout in bed, like two people are just sitting there being like fully clothed, same way they were. Just being like, that was yep. great. In their armor. Yeah. You were, uh-huh. you were very good at sex. I want to reassure you, you were fantastic. I that hope we was, get to do this again one day. Yeah. You'll never see me again. This is a 90-hour RPG. You will not remember my face or my name. I'll show up in a quest in 42 hours, and you'll go, who are you again? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's there will be Actually, though, there will be a dialogue option that says, 
oh yeah, you're you're Fietier. And and on the Amira side, we like, had that oh, good I'm so sex. glad. Well, yeah, and I'm like, I'm glad <laughs> you remembered my name. Because right, exactly. And now my dad has been locked up by a prison, and I need you to help me get him out. And this is going to be a big dramatic exchange because you'll remember me, of course. And your In supporting between- characters. There's a very good chance you will not survive this quest. No. If we, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we should take a break unless there's anything else you want to say before the Destiny Hour sneaks in, but I don't think there is. Oh, I started playing, uh, I played a little bit of um, uh, Teardown, which is an early access. Oh, that, oh that's that Voxel. That Voxels? Voxel-based, no? yeah, yeah, Voxel-based. Voxels? Okay. Uh, uh, kind of heist sim, uh, in which what you're doing is, like, you, you get a bunch of objectives in a big open area, um, and those objectives are things like steal or dump three cars into into the water. Um, and at least one of the cars is set up to an alarm. And once the alarm goes off, you have to try to escape the premises within 60 seconds or like break into these three places uh, and and fuck with their electronics. But the first one ha- is, again, tied to an alarm. And so what you're doing is like using sledgehammers, um, sledgehammer, uh, blowtorch, shotgun, which is good for like heavy things like bricks. Uh, you're building almost an escape route through this this kind of sandbox of various places. Um, and and triggering the alarm finishing your objectives getting the fuck out really quick it's extremely fun um it's still early access so i'm like debating how much more i want to play play but it has that thing of like all right i'm supposed to go find some i'm supposed to go destroy this boathouse and make it sink into the fucking sea um what's the most fun way of doing that um and also did something that i thought was like there's an attention to detail in the environments that really works, which is I was in someone's house uh, and everything's always empty. There's no NPCs as far as I can see, besides like a helicopter that comes to catch you if if you trigger an alarm. Um, there was a house and I was on the, the first floor of it. And I was like, something's wrong about this fucking house. Something's off. And I was like, there's more space in the floor, in the floor plan than there is in this in this set no. of rooms. That wall is fucking fake. That wall, there's not, there's something behind. And I pulled a painting off the wall and I sledgehammered the wall and there was a chest inside with valuables. And I was like, this is the best game ever made. This is, this is the fact that it produced that sense in me that there was something wrong about this space. And then they rewarded me for finding that wall and knocking it down. Incredible. And you get the money, you know, you get, you get money from valuables. You use that money to upgrade your, your equipment and like bring more shotgun shells, have more fuel for your blowtorch, stuff like that. So it just felt incredible. Um, I, yeah, it, it's really cool. I, I'm I'm there's enough of a game there to go have a good time for a few hours now I might wait until it's all the way done before I like go go hard on it but it's really good mm. the soundtrack is phenomenal there's like a jazz heist score for when you try to escape a place they could have gone like cartoony and instead they went like no we're gonna score this like it's uh sin- like it's cinema <laughs> and it works um so so that's tear down I, I I'm really enjoying that what I what I put into that that was a couple of weeks ago, but but I'm glad I I'm glad I remembered. I'm glad I looked at Steam for a second. I was like, oh wait, remember I played Teardown. Um, so yeah, uh, that's right. Last thing I uh, I have a ton of thoughts. I do want to write about it eventually, but I I finished Hades. Oh um, nice, congrats. I got full credits. Um, yeah. Well, it's you, you, you know, it's like, is is finished. There there is an epilogue well, that I could here. do. Um, <laughs> but I I I've, I got I got the end credits where the game can kind of like says to you like cool, like if you like if you don't want to do any more of this like you're you're good. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's just, it's just wild how that game, you know, yeah. I spent, you know, 15 hours banging my head against it, trying to wrap my head around it. And then I beat it once. And then I had a couple of 
busted runs following up that. And then I just strung off eight in a row Mm -hmm. and just beat the game eight times uh, in a row, Um, which is less of a, now granted, like every time I posted that and I would say what my escape like number was, I beat it at 35, um, which is really like low. Um, um, I take to those games. And so like that, you know, don't, I had to like, like work people like, don't get discouraged. Like this is not like most people it's, they're in like the seventies and eighties when they get to this point. But like the arc for where you get to where, it all just clicks into place and you know, you're not articulating why you're able, like, you know, the, the boss fight with the, with the, the, the duo, like the third, right, right, right. Uh, the third boss fight, which gave me so much trouble for so long. Where I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get over, like if, this, if I'm going to get this frustrated at this fight for so long, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. And then now it's just like, I, I'm good. Like I got this no matter what um sort of like uh setup I go into it with. Um, and I haven't felt that way since Spelunky, um, like Spelunky got to the same point after like 80 hours or so was just, I could blow through areas and you can still fuck up, but the ability to just like internalize so much of a video game to a degree that you don't even have to, it's almost difficult to articulate it. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to ask me, what am I doing moment to moment and why, you know, if I sat there and thought about it, I could probably get it across, but you know, the fact that you just kind of like do all that silently after a run, after run, after run is, um. Yeah, it's very cool. I love that game. I, it's probably my favorite game of the year if I had to throw a dart at the wall now. But um, Hades is is very good. Awesome. And I'll do that epilogue whenever they do an expansion. Yeah. Because my guess is they'll sense. do at least one. That makes sense. And then I'll come back around to you, like the to, to get the epilogue, you have to fill out like your relationships with a bunch gotcha. of characters, which means getting item drops. Right. It's, like, it's just a bunch more runs. It's just do um, those runs. It's not about winning. It's about yeah. the, it's about just seeing characters yeah, and getting yeah, some, yeah, some yeah, drops. Yeah. So I, I – yeah, I read what happens just so I could like close the loop mm-hmm. on on the game um uh in my in my head. Um and I'm I'm curious to see where either they or someone else takes it. I think the story in that game is fine. I think the characterization is really good, but the story is sort of pretty straightforward, but the narrative design is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm curious to see other folks pick up the mantle of what Supergiant accomplished cuz I think it's a it's an interesting structure. To, it's an interesting structure that like yeah, I want yeah. to see. Yeah, when I say that I didn't find the story interesting, like it's because the narrative structure itself right. is so breathtakingly breathtakingly uh interesting in and of itself mm-hmm. that um I think there's just a lot more for people can do with that in the in the future. So cool. Hades. Hades. Still good. Still good. Let's take a break. Uh we're gonna tag Gita in so we can talk about some destiny. Patrick, you're you're leaving. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh you can find me at Patrick Klubik, where I will when this is up, there'll be a thousand words on Demon Souls that you can read. There we read. go. Uh, Waypoint.vice.com. Rob, you're also heading off, right? Yep. All right, Rob, where can we find you? At Rob Zachney. All right. We will be right back with some Destiny. Uh, until then, uh, probably listen to an advertisement for something. I don't know. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
All right, we're back. Gita Jackson has joined us. Yo, what's up? To talk about Zavala. (laughs) (laughs) I was immediately before this recording reading the lore book, The Dark Future. You know, uh, Ishtar Collector puts all the lore books up on their website the day Mm -hmm. of for Destiny 2, in case you were wondering what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) The uh Destiny 2 lore books up on on their site the day of release. And I was like, I'm just, I'm going to get most of these in the game, but probably not all of them. So why don't I just read all of them? Mm -hmm. And the dark future truly is the, like, what's that DC fighting game that's Mortal Kombat, but was superhero? Injustice. Yeah, it's it's, it's Injustice. But I realized through reading it, I really fuck with Commander Zavala in a way that I did not realize. Wait, so wait, is that book like an alternate future in which? Yeah, Superman it's the future that the Exo Stranger comes from. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So wait, yeah. the Exo Stranger is Trunks. Yeah, yes, the Exo Stranger is Trunks, one hundred percent. The Exo Stranger, tr- who's Frieza in this scenario? Who does the Exo Stranger show up and just like and then and like does all the gang signs and then does like the some random Vex in Destiny One. I guess that's true. It's right? just, yes, some, random it's just some random facts. Yeah. 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 Shit. Trunks is cool as shit. Give yeah. the Trunks Extra Stranger. cool as shit. Give yeah. the Extra Stranger a Capsule Corp jacket. I'm begging you. <laughs> let, let Destiny characters wear streetwear. God. Oh my God. If yes, please. only. <laughs> if only. Um, anyway, we're here to talk about Destiny 2 Beyond Light, the new expansion that dropped. Uh, a couple days ago, uh, as of this recording, a few days ago, uh, as of this recording, um, uh, which is the the uh, is the second full expansion that they've dropped since leaving Activision, or is the first full one? This is the first full one. Shadow was the first was one they would have made from the jump post Activision. Yes, hundred percent. Right? Okay, Shadowkeep gotcha. was like kind of half in, half out, basically. Right. Um, but this is the first full one, totally for, independent <laughs> for people yeah, who are like curious. Game Studio Bungie. Right, right. For people who are curious about it, um, but who don't know what like the 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 gist of it is, or, or people who like followed along with some Destiny stuff enough to want to listen to us talk about it, but not necessarily enough to play it themselves. The the premise of this uh, is, is that the the darkness has arrived in the system. The darkness, which has been you know threatening to return since Destiny One launched, uh, the darkness which. Uh, you know, in, in the world of Destiny, the Traveler, this big orb, this big egg arrives, uh, ter- <laughs> helps us, leads you leads humanity into a golden age, uh, and then the darkness theoretically, or you know, supposedly shows up, fucks everything up, uh, uh, and then it, but then humanity rebuilds with the help of the Traveler, who creates guardians, these these uh, deathless. Uh, soldiers who who are empowered by the light of the traveler uh, and who make their way throughout the system to kind of pick through the the ruins of the golden age uh, and also fight off threats from the other major antagonists who follow the darkness here or or they come before the darkness. I don't I don't know the the timeline there. You know, uh, regardless, it gets fuzzy. right? It does get a little fuzzy. <laughs> um, at this point, um, the the at the end of the the last or I guess the the last big expansion, Shadow Keep. Uh, and then the, the seasons that followed it uh, indicated that the darkness was coming for real this time. These black pyramid ships, which we've known would have been coming from since Destiny One, since before Destiny One dropped, because it was in 
concept art that was shown off at a GDC. <laughs> yeah. um, that, you know, these pyramid ships uh, first were found in the be the first the first mission of Shadowkeep. One of them just shows up. You just see it, and a bunch of weird uh, kind of darkness nightmares, uh, kind of resuscitated versions of things you once fought. Uh, you, you're forced to fight again, and then at, over the course of the last few like seasons of the game, the darkness has gotten ever closer, and that culminated last week in a big event where you got to go to a different part of the the last city the last human city on earth uh and see that the uh the orb heal itself uh <laughs> while the darkness slowly crept in and devoured the planets that got vaulted uh because this yeah. is also an expansion in which what nessus uh nessus still is still there io i was there still here i was not there nessus io yeah. Nessus is still there. So Io, what else? Mercury, Mercury. Uh, Mercury. Mars. Ti- uh, uh, Titan and Mars. Titan. Yeah. Titan and Mars are gone now. So stuff from previous Destiny 2 content, so supposedly swallowed by the darkness. Um, and in order to try to figure out how to push back on that stuff, and also in order to stop a growing uh, new leader of the Fallen, my favorite faction in this game, uh, you travel out to Europa where this 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 Kel of Kells, this new leader of the of the fallen, now united around her, someone who you know we come to learn has a long history <clears throat> with with the world of destiny and and has seen has has a unique perspective on some of the events, uh, has herself come to uh, learn how to use some of the powers of the darkness, um, and you're joined there by the or you join there I guess the extra stranger the drifter. Uh, and Eris Morn, three characters who themselves have clearly been, let's say, uh, heterodox to the more traditional members of the Vanguard and yeah. the, the leadership of the Guardians. Uh, and you go to Europa, which is this like incredibly icy moon that's covered in storms and also is a place where a bunch of weird super science took place years ago, um, uh, tied to the creation of exos and strange, strange, uh, very, let's say, let's say less than humane um, science experiments <laughs> uh, by the late Clovis Bray, an important character in the lore. Um, and you go there to effectively investigate this fallen uprising or this 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 group that's that's uh, learning how to use the the darkness and to commune with the darkness yourself to to tap into something beyond the light to try to figure out to what degree that's safe to do to figure out what degree maybe that's better to do. Um, and you fight a bunch of bosses and you do some destiny shit. What do y'all mm-hmm. think? You yeah. so just to be clear, Kato, Destiny Lifer, Gita, yeah, deeper into Destiny than me at this point. I know you've been running raids with Kato now for the last yeah. few months. Yeah, um, me and Kato wanted to do well, Kato suggested to us, uh, me and a couple of my friends that have been playing Destiny as a sort of a group of three doing just like getting on on yeah. the game and just like running strikes and just shooting the shit. Especially as we do this, the the raids that would also be going away with the release of this yeah. new expansion. Um, and so we did five raids, and we really cut it up to the wire. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We but finished we that did... last one. Was that Saturday? No, yeah, was, Saturday. Right. Yeah, yeah, Damn. Saturday yeah. before the expansion on dropped on Tuesday. I'm absolutely getting the raid ring. I've I've decided. I th- I thought mm-hmm. about how fucking irritating the spire was, and I was like, I got it. I got to commemorate yeah. the stupid yeah. thing I did. That was some shit. God, yeah, raids are hard, but really it's good. really like gratifying to like just sit down and do a really hard puzzle with a bunch of your friends. <laughs> I was really enjoying it, uh-huh. and like not only that, but like 
I, you know, for the last couple schedules didn't work out perfectly. So our original team couldn't get together fully. We had like some pinch hitters and hearing like, mm-hmm. like Emmy, give me props for like improving my timing on the crowd of shadows raid. <laughs> like I really, really felt that. <laughs> like I felt so <laughs> proud. Yeah. <laughs> Made me so happy. God. Yeah. So go ahead. No, it's um I got into Destiny really truly on a whim. Like Maddie Myers from Polygon said she was playing it because they were gonna on triple clip her podcast with these two guys named Kirk and Jason. I don't know if you know about these guys. Uh mm-hmm. just some weird losers that love video games a lot. They play so much <laughs> Destiny. Um they they were gonna stream from Destiny and she was like, I better learn how to play Destiny <laughs> so I can keep up with them. Um, so we just started playing and then I found myself like finally getting into the lore in a real way. And now it's the only thing that feeds me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You are, so then you are like uh, a member of the Elixir, except instead of feeding off of ether, you feed Mm -hmm. off of, uh, lore. Yeah, lore jobs, essentially. I just... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, read the new lore books today? Yes. (laughs) Insect chittering, like... Uh, is it chattering? I don't forget if it's chattering or chittering. In this. Yeah. Uh, regardless, um, yeah, I, I th- this expands out. I'm, I'm curious, given both of you uh, having having deeper relations with with this game, deeper relationship with this game, Kato especially is someone mm-hmm. who I think has tracked this. Uh, you've been synonymous with Destiny for me for a long time. How how what do you think of Beyond Light? I mean, here's the th- here's the thing: is that uh, given that I've been playing it for so long, I have um a very specific viewpoint that I also can see past, which is mm-hmm. uh, where I'm at with this expansion right now, where I myself am fucking McFucking loving it. Like uh-huh. uh, I'm enjoying it so much. I'm having a ton of fun. Um, and part of that is um, uh, mostly like, I'm really enjoying the narrative because I'm being able to go through it at a, at like a steady beat. Mm-hmm. But I understand the way that they've set this up, the way that they set up the leveling curve for this is having is giving people a lot of issues. And it's one sure. of those things where like I was able to avoid that through both knowing the game well enough that I can always play it at a deficit of 20 levels anyways, right. um, which they is like playing the game on hard mode. Right. It's like it's like this weird thing where they, they don't have, uh, you know, uh, um difficulty options other than being at level or under leveled right Mm -hmm. um so i i like the game at that state especially when i'm playing solo like i think it's actually it's really playing on heroic or something on 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 yeah like halo Halo, exactly exactly and so uh i've been able to kind of get through the campaign um and really enjoy kind of like where the stories are going and um but like I keep seeing people talk about how the leveling curve is all fucked up, and it's, it's because I, yeah, go ahead. Well, part of it is because they they don't do the a good job of explaining exactly how leveling even works in the first place, Mm-mm. and um, even when you like explaining it, uh, it's incredibly fiddly. It's incredibly this thing that doesn't actually make a lot of intuitive sense. I it makes sense to me because I've had to deal with it for fucking seven for years. years yeah. <laughs> like, you want to explain power then? Yes, because that's that's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. The yeah. po- your I power mean, level. It I is- bought Destiny at launcher PS4, uh-huh. and and then I got it get the new light version on Steam because now I play games mostly on PC. 
And when I got back into it, I feel like most of the things I learned about how to play Destiny and what to do in the game, I learned just from talking to Kato. I I literally, like, I got my brother to download New Light also because um, he lives on the West Coast. I'm not going to see him for a while. Sure. uh, And I wanted to figure out something we could do together and just, like, spend time with each other because our family canceled Thanksgiving this year. It's just not going to happen. We're going to have a Zoom call. So, um... Like, I know that, like, a lot of playing Destiny with him is going to be being like, okay, so you want to select this quest, and then we're going to go to the Cosmodrome, and then you're going to talk to this guy, and, like, that's just going to be a lot of what we do with Destiny for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so specifically power level, like, the power level and how it works is confusing because essentially every piece of gear you got, you've got... Uh, three slots of uh, weapons and four slots of armor. Each of those things has an individual power score. Uh, yeah. You start off at 1050. Everyone starts off at 1050. That is the new, like, lowest you can, lowest level you can be. Now, as you get uh, different pieces of loot, uh, they will be randomly for one of those slots. And it, and before you hit 1200, most of those drops are going to be at a like plus like three to plus five in whatever that single slot is. So sometimes you replace you get a big one and it feels great. Yeah. Sometimes you get sometimes like a plus get like 12, 12 or something. And, shun and you're shun like, and you're yo, what's yeah. up? What's good? We're making, yeah. we're making fucking gains now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you put that into your, let's say you get a helmet. That's like 10 levels above. You put that in and that does that because you're, total overall level is an average of all those things. It does, it's not going to raise it all the way up. Right. Right. To like the same level as that helmet or whatever. Uh, you, you get like a, a couple points boost or whatever, depending on what, how the math shakes out. But basically mm-hmm. what that means is if you get another random drop, that is also a helmet and it's not also a plus 10, even if it is a plus 10, it will be the same one as your current helmet. Yes. Because it's based on your average. The average is what it does the calculation based off of and not like what's in each individual slot. So you have to basically, until you hit 1200, until you're dealing with the powerfuls, which is its own different system, uh, basically just leveling from world drops. The way I do it is I keep a slot, like there's there's space in my inventory always. And the second I see something pop up, I equip it and it delete the old the old thing that I was wearing that was lower light, basically. And mm-hmm. I keep playing that, and you end up playing with a lot of blues, which yeah, normally all the are way like, up, which means not, you find exotics that you like or purples that you think are cool, yeah, because the blues are what get your power level higher right. and keep you just moving, moving, moving. And like I hang on to those purples because eventually I will want to infuse those purples up to the right level. But sure, until you get there, it's not really worth spending the material because that material to infuse things is Seems expensive. Rare. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's hard to get, and like you can buy it from from Banshee, but it's like. Uh, like a ton of materials from like right. it's mil- it's from a uh, bunch pl- of different stuff. Planet right? materials, yeah. sh- shards from sh- uh destroying uh gear and glimmer, um, and like in in large enough amounts that it's like, oh, I don't want to be doing this willy nilly. I don't want to be just right. bringing up old gear. I always want to just totally. keep using the new gear. So yeah. I I actually sidestepped this this thing that we're talking about the like 
there was a definitely a, a pushback to or not a pushback, but I definitely saw some folks surprised at the need to stop doing main content and go level via patrols and public events. Um, but I dodged that because I rolled a new character for this, and I got to see the new. What's the what's it, is it called? New light? Is that the new player experiences? I believe, I believe that's name just at this the point? base game of Destiny. It's called New Light without playing gotcha. without paying for it. It's just called New Light, and that oh, includes, that's not what I did. That includes the new. Yeah, right. th- that includes so the new include players. This. Yes, yes, yes. So, so this is new, and I, I, I want to say, you know, I've been pretty harsh on Destiny in terms of the way it gets new players into its content for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. They've gotten better at it. Um, um, I don't know, Guido, when you jump jump back in, but but when I last tried to start a new character just to see what it was, it was probably Forsaken, and I remember being completely like, how could anyone ever make sense of this? There's so much legacy content, you don't even know where to go to start. If I wanted to play the Red War, I wouldn't have even known where to go by the, by default to start whatever the beginner content was. Um, uh, and they just wanted you to like jump right into whatever the new stuff was without any sort of onboard or on ramp. Now you start in the Cosmodrome, um, which I think you did back then too. They or they they added the Cosmodrome like a little bit of a, there was uh, like one, one mission, one right? introductory mission, yes. one mission that now did not explain there is, anything. N- now the Cosmodrome <laughs> exists closer to a state to what it was in, the, in Destiny One, yeah. which filled me with a lot of nostalgia. I really like uh-huh. going back to the Cosmodrome. It feels cool as shit. Um, and you and you run a bunch of missions for this character named Shaw Han, which, as Luke Smith has noted, is the name of two different <laughs> Fast and the Furious characters, um, who I think you shouldn't put those names together yeah, for lore reasons seem, in Fast and mm. the Furious. I think it's rude, frankly. <laughs> um, but Shaw Han is like, you know, a guardian in, in over his head who's lost some friends and needs your help to kind of like get some – quick vengeance and also not get himself buried further i don't even know if you can do those quests if you don't meet him yeah. originally do you if you go I, back to the my yeah. introduction to shahan was through Be- uh beyond light i have There's to, a point where point, they send you to they him, send right? you to the cosmodrome to be like oh by the way we put this in the game too <laughs> like a yeah. low right that yeah. is totally what it is there um, is you get there is just like uh, in uh, Forsaken, where you were talking about, like, how do I get to the Red War campaign? Oh, it's over mm-hmm. by Amanda fucking Holiday, or whatever. There's a new mm-hmm. kiosk next to the Postmaster where you can pick up the quest and play gotcha. as a as a as a continuing player. New, you can still play this new light, uh, it, uh the intro. new introduction. Yeah, I'm gonna it's go cool. back and it, do it. I'm interested. You should do to it just see to see it. The, I think. Yeah, yeah I totally um, want to do that. I didn't even know it's that. Really Kata. smart. <laughs> it's right. Totally. Again, there's still not great at time unhealthy amounts of this game for the past like three days. I never saw that kiosk. What the fuck? <laughs> um, it's great. It's it's you meet like one character. The character has motivations. Right. Like there is an enemy. There's a hive wizard who fucked him over. Mm-hmm. You you want to stop that hive wizard. You have the Cosmodrome, which is just big enough to have a couple of places for public events to pop off. You learn what a bounty is. You learn what like all of the very basic building. You know you learn where the quests are. Also, if you're a new character, your quest screen isn't overflowing with a billion right. things. Right. Which, by the way, is just the best part of this expansion. Is that it yeah. deleted old quests I'm never going to complete. High key, yeah. yeah. Like part of the best thing about vaulting half the game essentially yeah. was that. I don't have to worry about the shit that happened on those planets anymore. Yeah, that I totally. Still have quest lines open for. Um, there is, and it ends with a quest to get Risk Runner 
That's where it ends. It oh, ends with you going shit. to get Risk Runner, yeah. which is which sends you back to the EDZ. And Risk Runner is an especially good weapon for Beyond Light because you're fighting somebody fallen who yeah. uses electric damage. Yeah. Also, I have the catalyst for Risk Runner, and I don't know if that's just they give they gave it to me, huh. or if I earned it at some point when I didn't remember it. But right. I'm happy when to have it. I got it. Risk Runner. I got Risk Runner. I was trying to finish the uh, Kate Six's quest line because I wanted to hear all the audio logs, and then. Sure. Uh, the Kate Six questline for getting his iconic gun, Ace of Spades. Uh, and then it, I saw that it had involved doing a bunch of shit in the fucking Crucible. And I was like, I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm good, actually. I'm fine. Absolutely yeah, not. I feel you. I was also, that's also me. I'm yeah. mad we didn't get, Kato tried to run me through to get um, Out, Outbreak, Outbreak, Outbreak Prime, Prime. Is that right? Uh, yeah, we were so fucking we were close. So, we were probably a minute off. And I had I had to get the door during the first like two minutes of it, which stopped me by like sixty <laughs> seconds. Uh, to this moment, I'm like, I, if I hadn't had to go get the door, I would have fucking we would have gotten outbreak outbreak uh, crime because they also just gave the catalyst to that yeah, to anybody yeah. who has it now. Damn. Anyway, yeah. I'm pretty sure though when they I to get that quest, I you do the risk runner thing first, I think, or maybe I just did because I was I trying think, to figure out how to trigger that quest. And that when I sense. got risk runner, they did. I also had the catalyst. I just mass worked cool. it from using yeah, yeah, yeah. it so much. On just hordes of enemies and beyond yep. light. Yep. It's yep. really good. There's no uh, reason anyway. to run anything else in beyond light. So that's <laughs> dude, it's so good. It's so so it's good. It's very good. Um and and it's like it's it's fun to have one exotic where like every whatever, 50, 50 light levels or 50 power levels. I wish they just went back to calling it light. But I guess it doesn't make sense now because right. you're working with the darkness too. Uh-huh. Huh. Mm, mm. Interesting. Makes you think. <laughs> uh, every like 50 power levels, I'm like, oh, I should let me just let me just transfuse it now. Like, and I know I'm wasting these these uh, materials to do this, but let me just keep Risk Runner in good condition. Yeah. That shit's too important for me yeah. right now. <laughs> what do you I'm getting think? all these blue guns I'm not going to use except to feed to my other guns. Loki <laughs> Destiny is like, I learned how to play Destiny through gacha games. Through gacha way. games, you yeah. Know, like, totally. like I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling girls to feed to other girls except yep. their guns. <laughs> except their guns. Yeah. And, and when you think of it that way, it starts to make sense why people are so like in their feelings about stuff getting vaulted. I think right. the other big response I've seen is people being upset about the degree to which guns got vaulted and not replaced with new stuff. I've seen yeah. a lot of people like, hey, there aren't enough purples for me to chase here. And I'm not at that point in this in this expansion yet, but I don't know if either of you feel that way or even engage with the game in that way. It definitely does feel like right now the loot pool is a little bit small. Like yeah. I'm getting copies getting the of same guns stuff. Yeah. as quest rewards that I already have in my vault. And that Here's does the thing. not feel awesome. <laughs> Here's the thing about that for me, though, is that when you get the same copy of a gun, and if it's higher level, you can feed it into the old gun by just using Glimmer, the most common yeah. oh, resource. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't right? know. Yeah. Okay. So but getting the guns copies are in of my this- vault because I don't like them. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And it doesn't feel good. Like, I think part of I what under- people want from an expansion is new shit right yeah, it's just like yeah. show okay. me the new shit and there i want is, a new fit i want new you know like i want to see new models you yeah know? there there yeah. is there's a set of new gear that is specific to europa but those are generally unlocked by quests so right. it's gonna be like it's, it's a much longer and those are all post-campaign quests too so yeah. um, okay is that the stuff that looks like furry that looks like winter wear or is yeah, there you another get, you get some of, you get some of that during the there's there's like three different armor sets that you get okay throughout the game uh some one of them's from like the seasonal uh pat the season pass basically the like little battle pass thing that you can yeah. get stuff from 
Uh, one of them is that furry, like, yeah, like parkas for Europa stuff. That yeah. Those are from Quest from Varix. And that, I love that shit. That looks That great. shit looks so good. So yeah, good. I'm excited I'm so... to start earning that stuff. Can we yeah. a quick sidebar just talk about Varix for like one second? Yeah, absolutely. I just, yeah. So, I mean, and one Varix. thing about this expansion is, and the sort of vaulting and sort of bringing back of old locations, is that mm-hmm. I am a player that did not play Destiny 1. Right. And I hopped on Destiny 2 because I worked at Kotaku when Jason and Kirk both worked there. Right, and sure. that was like a whole experience. When Destiny 2 dropped, it was just sort of like, <laughs> you couldn't avoid it, you know? Yeah. So I, I hopped in it because I wanted to see what was up. I liked it, and then I fell off. And I think I had this, a lot of the same problems that people have with Destiny 2 in the beginning of the game. Like, you reach a certain point where you're like, why am I leveling up? Like, for what? And then I literally didn't drop back in until this year. My light level for my other character, my warlock, it was like 750 until Beyond Light came mm-hmm. out. Um, so I, I'm i meeting a lot of these characters that they've brought back as sort of legacy characters for the very, very first time. And I'm going to these locations for the very first right. time. And I'm discovering a lot of the things that players fall in love with in terms of its writing and lore that come from the first game. And one of these guys is Varix the Loyal. Hell yes. Um, Varix the Loyal is like the, I've heard him described as the token good fallen um, but he is, you know, he is, he's the fallen that talks to our guardian to sort of explain fallen culture to us and like what it's done to it. Fallen have like some very, very interesting lore. They fallen were touched by rip. the traveler so and the good. traveler just went away. And this is like, the thing oh, is like, fuck, they're the, they're the alternate future that actually already happened. Do right. you know what yes. I mean? Yes. They're the evidence of yep. don't fucking trust the traveler. They always yeah. have been. Like the moment I played Destiny One and realized, <laughs> oh, they have little travelers that fo- they they yep. lost the real traveler. Yep. So they built these servitors, these like orbs that follow them around that they're fucking attached to to live. Yep. Is like yep. it's so good. Uh-huh. It's so also they're oh, sick. They've been sick. When you headshot them and you can see the remaining light come out of their body, their yeah, soul. it's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking good. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Varics, as you were saying. Varics is great. I mean, there's something so funny to me about the combination of, like, regal alien culture, like, insectoid alien culture, plus yeah. a little touch of understanding human humor that yeah. just really sends me for some reason. And every time Varric talks, I'm just like, you're precious and I've never done anything wrong. He's done a lot of things wrong. <laughs> sure, he yeah. <laughs> sure, he let all the prisoners out of the the yo de- of defund the police, but whatever abolitionist. Yeah, yeah, here we go. That mission sucks. When you start Forsaken. I love Forsaken. That yeah. mission when you go through that prison and they're like, it's "Why rough. are all these savages out it's of their cages?" Rough. And I'm like, "You know what? You know what? Kate's about to get his." Actually, <laughs> yeah. they're like yeah. specifically like, "Kate put all these people away," and I'm like, "Yeah, and they're about to put him away." Yeah, aren't yeah. They? He fucked uh, around. He is about to find out. About to. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, oh, let God. me play a fallen, please. No, make um, Destiny three. Let me play a fallen. I swear they're going mine, for it. I can't do a good Varix voice, but a friend of mine, their partner, wrote this incredibly good tweet that is just like the thing that I love about Varix. I'm going to post it in the chat, but I'll also read it aloud for the benefit of people who listen to podcasts. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The drifter attempted to make a fool of Varix. He inquired, what is up, Doc? Varix knows of this trick. (laughs) Varix replied, not much. What is a hand way? The drifter answered as expected and found himself made the fool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Incredible. The best tweet. The best tweet in the world. (laughs) God, incredible. I love Varys. The thing about Destiny is that it's like high key 
a broken ass game where they're flying by the seat of their pants. And but also, you know, this incredible, expansive, beautiful universe full of lore that I find incredibly enriching, incredibly yeah. fantastically interesting that feels like it's finally coming into its own in terms of yes. storytelling. I do think it's here. Like, I do yeah. think it's that lore that you're talking about is in the game. Finally. In it's in the it, game now. The first yeah. time I did a Lost Sector and realized I was walking to Bray Exoscience, yes. I was like, Fuck! Yeah, and there was voiceover. Your ghost has some things to say about Bray yes. Exercise. Uh-huh. Like, what yes. the fuck happened here? Yeah, yes. the char- there's a character. Is this maybe that's a mission? Is it a? So I'm playing as an EXO for this. That's I read oh, all my as Titan, an for this. An EXO. It's super great because there's like lines that are like, oh, this is this is where your people were made. Actually, like <laughs> blah 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 blah, which is sick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there there is there, that part of this works so well for me. I like to go right back around to just this expansion. I don't know that I'm liking it as much as Forsaken, but that's almost unfair because Forsaken was so vast between the Tangled Shore and Mm -hmm. the the Tangled Reef, Tangled Shore, Shore. and and the The Dreaming City. City. But also, just I I do think I think these the boss fights in this game or in this expansion are really good, but Mm -hmm. they're not as um, there was something so there was so much flair to the the kind of. Uh, the scorn bosses, the barons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had so much identity, and it, it, it's it's yeah. it's you know huge broad broad stroke identity. It was you know here's the the here's the, the rider, here's the we, here's the sniper, here's the, the marksman, the right? Exactly. Yeah, totally. but you basically but got a boss rush of eight, six, totally. or eight unique bosses. Yeah. With totally. Yeah. Fully voiced lines yes. and different things to do in each encounter, and it, and it ruled. And and I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't isn't interesting here. And and it's a tighter group of enemies, it seems. Um, uh, but I, I, they, it doesn't have as much – that part of it doesn't have as much flair for me. Yeah. yeah, I love Europa. I think it's really cool. But I, mm. I do find myself wishing for more environments still. Um, I did get stuck on one of the boss How fights for quite some time. Uh, I've gone back to the Cosmodrome. I've come back to Europa. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I just did that part last night too. I think that that's right. Uh, I've done the I've like, done the strike. Have I done the strike? No. Have I not done the strike? Yeah, the I have strike not is where I am at right now because I wanted the, to level vex, up more. The vex one. Yeah. yeah. And then like by the time I okay, was, so I've done that. I've done that yeah. strike. Yes. You're, you're, yeah. By the time I hit eleven sixty last night, I was like, I gotta sleep. I believe if I, I, you know, I would need a, I would need to look at a list of all of the missions or whatever. I believe that I'm headed towards what's the name of that ship? What's the name of of her ship? Uh, oh wait, you mean the city? Oh, Reese Reborn. Reese Reborn. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm on my way to Reese Reborn. That's where I'm on my way to. Another so. example of the the way they finally managed to integrate like gameplay and lore. Reese is the name of the fallen planet. Oh, yeah. sick! That's yeah. interesting. Okay, so cool, cool, cool. yeah, you know, like they. So, yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm like an hour or two away, probably. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Did you all do that fight? Do you both at this point have done the technocrat boss yes. fight? Yeah. That's that the fight one that- in. In the fucking in exoscience, right? Yes. 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 Just like yes. so yes. many like the- class reductionists on Twitter, I have finally defeated Praxis. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that fight is that fight is is very cool. Mm-hmm. I it was like very trying for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I just didn't have what I, I was at the right power level, but it was just a rough one. Um, I, I could not for it. That's the right call. That's yeah. the right call. I was sure. in swords when I did that, and it took me half an hour of oh. running for my goddamn life, basically. Yeah, what are you gonna do? And then taking taking a couple pot shots and continuing yep. to run. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, that was yeah. that. that and you get the fucking superpower. You get the ice power there. You yes. get state. Sorry, cosmic. Okay, we have ice. to talk about stasis. 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 It's the and I'm like, too, we have to talk about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not 100 percent sure that it's useful in that fight. Like it's nice. I guess it's useful against the ads and stuff. But the first time I played, Ooh, I fought. I, I had playing. Praxis down to the last little bit, uh-huh. and I went in with a for a punch. And and mm. Praxis did a knockback thing that threw me into a pit, and I was like, no. I, God damn it! If I just stayed at the end of the thing and sniped Praxis, this would have been done. What what are, what class are you playing? I'm playing Titan for this. Titan. So okay. I've heard stuff about Stasis. I'm playing Hunter, and I have to say the Hunter like abilities for Stasis. We got one of each. Oh, great! This is also perfect. does match all three of our personalities. I just have to say, <sighs> I really it is yeah. like a uh, seventeen quiz. You know, I feel like the Hunter <laughs> subclasses or the, uh, <clears throat> the the Destiny two subclasses. Um, but I've, what I've heard just from reading the Reddit is that Stasis abilities for Titans don't really feel balanced. For Hunter, it's it's kind of perfect. It Hunter's was perfect the one that for I wanna, using. Yeah, it yeah, was so good. I, I, the thing the thing that for me was like I so I played through the once I realized that the Cosmodrome intro section is like more than twenty minutes long. I was like, well, I can't restart another Hunter right now. Right. So I was going to restart both and be like, oh, which way? What way am I feeling? And then I was like, well, no, let me just commit to the to the Titan at this point. I've beaten every DLC for this thing with a different character, basically. <laughs> like the I went through the last like three things by bouncing between uh, the characters I have because I'm a fucking weirdo who wants to do things according to who I think would do them and not. Sure. I don't think my one guardian would also do shadow keep and also do forsaken. That's <laughs> not in my in my head canon. I'm this is who I am. Um. Uh. But 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 yeah. I thought Titan. I'm not really – Hunter has the coolest abilities for me, like my personal aesthetic for the the new stasis stuff. You have mm-hmm. what? You got like weird – like got shur- ice shurikens. Ice shurikens, which is sick. Yeah. And uh, they um, they can one-hit kill, kill low-level enemies and it slows gotcha. the bigger ones, which is very useful when you're surrounded by ads. And your ult creates like a tornado – like an ice tornado or something yeah, also. It's one right? like ice pick that freezes enemies and then an ice tornado to follow up that does okay. damage on unfrozen enemies and shatters the frozen ones. And then Warlock is has a staff. Yeah. You're if shooting. there wasn't a staff, I think I'd play. I would continue my warlock. I really would. I, I can. Don't like the staff. I, I. I. I totally understand aesthetically. I think it's kind of the goofiest of them. But I it think is. the actual powers feel so fucking good to me because your yeah. your melee yeah. power is just you just throw that that bolt and you can freeze anyone or like it's got an AOE. You can freeze a couple of yeah. enemies in place or and then during the um the actual super you're shooting uh, like a group of those three of those and freezing things and then your mm-hmm. right click is this kind of AoE blast around you that shatters anything in the AoE so right. like you just freeze a bunch of people then sit in the middle and like right click and they boom everything's gone it's yeah. well, to the point now in the the respect expansion's been out long enough that you, I'm playing, you know, public events on Europa and people are using stasis and like that okay. warlock super is so good for stuff like spire integration where you just have oh. to do like a waves and waves of enemies. That makes you perfect will be, sense. Like swarmed on all sides and then everyone's frozen and it's just yeah, everyone's fucking. Yeah. yeah. And it's the great thing, thing. I just I my warlock does not look like the type of motherfucker who would have a staff. It's just true. Right. He doesn't yeah. have that age. He doesn't have it. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, if I yeah. re-roll a warlock and make a different character, <laughs> then I can conceive of this. Honestly, they so badly need to let you just bought, spend three dollars to let me recreate my characters visually mm. because yeah. um, mm. I know that they're and I suspect they might do that in, in the coming seasons, the coming year, because they did 
roll out new f- not new faces but there's a new face system yeah. in inter- internally to the game. You don't have more choices. I went through I was really hopeful. I was like, "Yo, I really hope that there is more black hair in this game. There is not right. more black hair in this game." But they've said they want to add more diverse stuff, blah blah blah. We'll fucking see. Um I would like that very much because what's there now? I I just don't like how most of my characters look. It's frustrating. Anyway. Yeah. Um the uh the the Titan stuff just to complete the the loop here is their melee is like this punch, this this punch where they like their fist gets covered in ice and it like uh, hurls them forward. Uh yeah. so it's like a, a distance closer. Um and I think it freezes the enemy if it hits them. Uh yes. and then their AoE or their their super is like an AoE ground pound that sends out these arcs of of ice that freeze things uh and then shatter them. And likewise you can like do that punch over and over. And that stuff is fine. I the the Titan stuff that I tend to like is the more like uh commander like support class like support right. titan is kind of where where i like to play titan and this just you know it kind of is that in the sense that you're doing aoe ad clearing type stuff but you're not doing the but well i guess this thing is like i don't know uh are either of you far enough in to look at the aspects which is the other big like mechanical promise not of this yet, game. Hey. i'm i'm about to get my first one and i'm like okay i mean i just hit 1200 i just hit the first like soft cap so i'm starting to do powerfuls mm-hmm. and this is like four hours post campaign and i still don't have one like i'm getting there oh, wow okay. like it's so aspects. The, the, the rollout of it's not even just aspects but like each stasis thing you're gonna get three grenades and right um, same three grenades across all classes yeah i haven't i'm i'm almost to unlocking the first option of grenades and also the first aspect which is uh yeah this um kind of um essentially a perk node that you can you can consider like uh you know a, a thing that changes the way that the the class um uh plays but i don't mm-hmm. i don't I haven't seen it yet so i don't actually know how to how 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 aspects are supposed to be the biggest one and then there's so fragments, then fragments right yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You see, they, I mean, they also updated uh, ghosts so that you can now add mods right. to ghosts. Also, they seem That's to be cool. going in this direction where they want to make everything as modular as possible to serve as many different play styles as possible, yeah. which I think is good. But, you know, I know that like immediately, this is like, Destiny fans are going to hate me for this, but y'all are just exactly the same as the Sims fandom. Like every uh-huh. time anything new gets announced, you hate it profusely. And then you all kind of learn to live with it after a while. <laughs> like, and I get, I get that, but like, what makes me excited, knowing that I'm disappointed with some of the things that happen mechanically, like, yes, the game does right. feel empty now that they've, like, vaulted basically half of the game. And the game, like, as much as I like Europa and how big it is and the storm system is incredibly cool, right. actually, yeah. Yeah, when things really get super white out and you can only see, like, glowing lights it in the distance, blows so your. If you're on a sparrow, it like yeah. fucks with your trajectory. It's yes. so yeah, it's really good. It's really it good. It feels very good. It feels very organic. I love that it's kind of unannounced and you kind of have to just watch the winds. Like that feels very mm-hmm. much I feel puts me in character as my guardian. It feels very good. Um but hearing you say that post campaign you are still working your way towards aspects. You're still stuff to see, stuff to unlock, stuff to change up how I play this game. That makes me excited. And that makes yeah. me yeah. feel like there is substantial enough content for me to like really chew on after I finish whatever the hell's happening with the exo stranger and whatever. Right. This the, is the, and to, go ahead. Well, to, 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 um, expound on that really quickly. Uh, the great thing about it too, is that it continues these storylines and it's not just like quests and then you right. get a the thing. These like, 
even after the the main campaign, all of these quests are still tied to like you're talking to the exo stranger. You're getting more dialogue out of her. Like you're getting more explanations for these things. Yeah, and it's so good. Like this is a thing they started doing um, uh, very very uh, in, in, intensely in Shadowkeep, where after the campaign was ended, you had this series of quests that you would come back and do weekly. That would give you new story bits, uh, more uh, of Eris's backstory and how she related to all of the fire team that she had lost. Right. I wrote a piece on it way back when, when that was coming out, about how it was a surprisingly like touching uh, look at grief, and uh, it was a thing that I had hoped Destiny would continue doing. And in this, they definitely have. Even after, like, I finished the campaign day one because i took the fucking day off and was in there as soon Mm -hmm. as i fucking could and i played until like fucking midnight um but and i was worried i was wondering like okay how much after this campaign is there left and it there is still a it seems like a ton left like each time i get a new quest to unlock some new uh either exotic or um uh, a new aspect or like a new piece of the the stasis uh subclass everything is tied to narrative now in a way mm-hmm. that old destiny wasn't old destiny would maybe give you a, a block of like a paragraph of text at most and this is like constantly all the vendors are talking to you like they're still working through things narratively even though the, the quote-unquote main campaign is over and mm-hmm. all i'm doing now are, are <clears throat> like the post-campaign quests uh they're I- really really good I have a I have a theory about why the narrative stuff is suddenly hitting so well, and I realized when I was thinking about this that it's basically comic books now. Like, there's enough Destiny lore, there's enough <laughs> sure. stuff to fuck with that you can right, have right. like a massive crossover event in the form of an expansion that undoes <laughs> some of the things we know and adds new information. Right. You right. know, like it, it's one hundred percent. You know, it's less a prestige television show than it is pulp fiction. This is like, you know, like reading like noir pulp books, essentially, where it's incredibly melodramatic, but there are these little hints, notes of humanity and truth and like actual emotionality that hook me. Like in the lore book I was reading, it ends up being uh, The Dark Future, which is about the Axis Stranger, ends up being about the Axis Stranger and her sister like about the deep abiding love between the two of them and their relationship. And like you, <laughs> that adds so much to that character that was just, really like in the first destiny, literally a cipher, just nothing yeah. to her. <laughs> yep. Just wait, you know? just wait. That shit gets that you. I'm excited. It's so good. God, um, you, like, really that's the go- thing. That's the thing about if you're, if you're playing destiny for the first time and this is your introduction, it might be a little overwhelming, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that most of that will hit without having gone into the lore, the deep dive lore stuff or having those relationships already. Right. right? Oh, well, I think some of it does. Like some well, of it, you, can, thing, you see them because they're yeah. re-explaining like the, the Exo Stranger, mm-hmm. I think, ends up explaining like her situation enough that I think you should start to yeah. see her as a character and like the situation think, with her and her sister like gets played out as this this like I believe know, in the Exo Stranger. I think like seeing Eris Morn and the Drifter. That stuff feels like so just built on what you yeah. already know. Or that Varric's is, is also. Like, I think Varric's sure. story is good, but I know Varric's story coming into this right. from having read it already and having right. met Varric's in Destiny 1 and having met, I don't know, De- uh, Gita, you did not meet him in Destiny 1, but like you you know enough about like what his yeah. deal is at this point. And I think he's well written. I think he's like a good, he's like a good middleman for missions and stuff and he's funny and blah, blah, blah. But like to understand his rise and fall and rise, it requires some of that buy-in. Yeah. And I say this, I say this to contrast it with something like Forsaken, which did not need that buy-in because mm-hmm. it's such a simple story right. where it had 
you get Aldrin's motivation, even if you don't really understand what his fucking deal is. Right. What's up with Marasov? You get that Kate Six was important and is killed at the beginning of that, mm-hmm. even if you don't have any fondness for Kate Six. In fact, if you know Kate Six less, you might even I don't know. People have, people <laughs> are on different parts of the Kate Six spectrum. Uh, I was ready to see that motherfucker go yeah. because that's yeah, who I listen. am. But especially after but, that opening fucking mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I, yeah. I, I that's not to take away from this stuff, but I do think it really rewards. The, yes. the, like a com- like a big comic book crossover event, it really yeah. rewards people who can look in the pants and be like, "Yo, this is referencing issue yeah. thirty two when da 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 right," no, and that feels good. It does yeah. feel good. Um, to me, it feels like the stuff with the Exo Stranger and her sister, you experience materially because you're sure. going to these locations that have material significance to the to both of those they characters. Are. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other stuff, yeah, that does feel more comic booky. It feels like fan service, and I respect and get that, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. more proud of them for the stuff with the Exo Put Stranger. Put it in the fucking game. Yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah. Like they um, figured it out. <laughs> they figured out how to not have all their lore beyond websites. Yeah, I do want to go back really quick to the aspects and fragments stuff to explain to the audience why that's exciting. Um, so, so you now have with the with these new uh, stasis uh, classes, you have aspect uh, slots, which themselves all have fragment slots. Um, I believe that that's correct, Kato. Tell me if uh, I'm wrong. No, I think those are two different things. They're two like, different things. Aspect slots, mm-hmm. and then you can fragments are. Uh, uh, I don't think they have anything to do with the aspects, as far as I can the, tell. The thing I'm looking at straight up says that this aspect has three fragment slots. So, oh really? Oh, okay. The fra- it sets up how many slots you have, right? But right. the but the okay. bottom ones are yeah, yeah. It's just it's just about I got um, you. Inventory. Those aren't connected. Yeah. I got you. No, no, so, no, no. for yeah. instance, here's an example of, of why these are interesting. The shade binder, which is the warlock one that has a staff and can freeze enemies, you know, with big AOE stuff, uh, has one that says. Uh, shattering a frozen target spawns seekers that track and freeze other nearby targets. <laughs> uh, and then and then this fragment that's equipped on this one is slow from your abilities lasts longer. For those abilities that linger, their duration will also increase and has a plus 10 strength. Uh, this is the sort of like customization that has not been in this game since no. Destiny 1. And even, and even in some degree, I would say that this goes beyond some of the Destiny 1 stuff in terms of there being even more abilities and stuff. Um, yeah. Here's a yeah. here for Gita, here is a revenant uh, stasis aspect that says activate while midair to quickly descend and shatter nearby targets on impact. See, right? Listen. That's a new <laughs> verb for you to play with. And yes. and it's not just picked from a as far as it look the way that this looks is that it is not just a menu with three options which is the way the Destiny two cust- like class customization yeah. has happened it's their items that you can find and they've equip which they, means that they could add more yeah they've specifically said that it 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 is not it is totally modular it is not like the nodes that they set up with the the light uh, uh subclasses where you just had three right. options of like which tree you wanted um yeah. right. the, within those which, trees the perks in there are locked which i like um, narratively a lot the darkness doesn't limit you like that guys right yeah. pick, up, pick your own right. shit right, right. like yeah. find your own find your own path forward God. um so I, I, yeah i mean mechanically i always felt like the three options i got for subclasses there was always one thing mm-hmm. i didn't like about them and this solves that <laughs> yeah. problem yeah so Perfectly, like you know, I I play as a solar subclass hunter, okay. um, but I play as a subclass that doesn't have golden gun because I high key don't like golden gun, <laughs> like, but I, I so like, you the, like one, the knife. You're the, the knife flame. one. Yeah, that's, that's I'm way a thousand cuts. Yeah. But I would, awesome. 
I would yes. be way of the sharpshooter, though, if it didn't have golden guns. Right. If you could tag that out to something else or yeah. something like that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. And yeah. I hope that we get – I mean, I, but I, I don't think we'll get mm, – I'm not sure if we'll get reworks of those things or if we're just going to get additional – I would guess darkness the, things. Have you seen how it's set up on the character screen? No, I haven't. Basically, when you get stasis, once you've this is post campaign because you get uh, yeah. spoilers. I guess you get stasis at the Mechanical end of the campaign. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, basically, you know where you can choose your subclass in the upper left side of the yes. uh, of the character screen. There's mm-hmm. just a button to swap between light light subclasses and oh, dark subclasses. So there, you think there'll be two other yes, darkness subclasses in the next are, two big expansions? Then yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Either that or I mean, probably, yeah. I would. The expansion uh, makes this sense. This year, that would be well, huge. The next that would be if they expansion. did it like in three months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The next expansion no, is all about fucking darkness again with the hive. Right. right. God, sorry, but go ahead. Which Austin, queen? Sorry. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, wow. yeah. I mean, that's that's the next three expansions are all darkness shit, right? So mm-hmm. that's the next two years of this game. It's now next year and the year after. Um, yeah. that's a lot. I don't know, two and a half years. We'll see how long the the tale is on that last that last one. But like, presumably, it's going for the next few years, going to be about this stuff. And my guess is it's one per expansion because I think the idea of them rolling sense. out yeah. more than one per year is would be cool as hell, but shocking. Yeah. Um, right. Especially so. given the way that they've kind of made this subclass editable, like modular, and also mm-hmm. how different stasis is from any other mechanics in the game so far. Like, uh, you know, just having a crowd control, like like a literal crowd control that freezes things and um, yeah. has that extra damage when you shat. Like, here's the really great thing about stasis for me right now that I'm really excited to try out is that when you're doing your 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 uh, super solo, for example, the the yeah. cadence is supposed to be you freeze something, then you shatter it because shattering things gives you extra damage, like does extra damage and right. does add damage in an AOE. Uh, if you have two, just two people running stasis subclasses suddenly my warlock becomes i'm gonna freeze you there titan continue to punch and you can throw out a ton of damage right because you're shattering everything that you're freezing like yeah faster than i could do it on my own like there's a little bit of a cooldown in between the actions so this is like a aspect to to shade binder that has the you know the or to i'm sorry to shatter dive whatever the one that the 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 shattered enemies seek and freeze other enemies and they just get an endless chain of damage yeah yeah it's absolutely this thing where you it 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 plays with cooperation in a way that i don't think the other subclasses have quite this way where you're doing actions in tandem where cooperation for the other like um like uh subclasses like commander for example where you hold up a big shield for your team yeah it's where you're doing this one action and everybody else is shooting this is like we're both using abilities in tandem together to get more damage and that's a very interesting and new way to play with the verbs in destiny Um, i hope that that continues to be built yeah, yeah, that's yeah. this is what I'm saying is like I feel like if this is the direction they're going for, the the next the next subclasses are going to probably take time to develop and make sure yeah. they don't fucking break the game because it's 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 they're adding more complexity to the way you kind of uh, you know, uh to use abilities. And I think this wouldn't actually be possible for the game if they didn't narratively figure out what the difference between the light and the darkness is. Right, you know? right, like, right. We still don't know a ton about the light. We um, we don't know a ton about the traveler. It's more active in the game than it has ever been before. But we, it's mm-hmm. still very, it's still a silent orb. It's just a yeah. big egg. 
You know, <laughs> it's just a yeah. big egg. In the it's sky. a big egg. You know, um, but darkness, the darkness speaks to you. Actually, Kata, I wanted to ask: Has this happened to you? I've been playing with the the stasis empowered parts of of the expansion, where sometimes your screen will just say "Ready for Salvation." <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what? That happened to me while I was playing, and I was like, "What's what's happening?" <laughs> like, That's sometimes weird. my I've screen will that. just like slowly, slowly say, "You know, ready, ready for salvation," and I'm like, "What the fuck oh. is happening here?" Anyway, that's just a weird. new touch the that I hope was not is, me uh, being very sleepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like you couldn't have the concept of the darkness giving you more options in its powers or darkness, dark power, darkness from your powers that come from the darkness being this thing that you can use in tandem, you know, more, more collaboratively. If we didn't know that the darkness, the darkness is quote unquote evil is just a different approach to the concept of existence than the light. Right. Like that is the, that stuff is all very cool. Reading, reading about the, the conversation between what is, what is the name of that book? Uh, I forget the name of the book, but it's the story between of the gardener and the winnower. The gardener and the winnower, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. And, and the ways in which that's like the ways in which we got to where we got being a conversation between the light and the darkness about different simulating different ways of life, seeing that they all basically ended up with well, I guess fan theorizes the vex that like no matter what we do, the vex win at the <laughs> end, and then the gardener who is the who is the traveler or who is the light being like, no, 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 you know what? I, I have a way of changing this. I'm going to get involved myself. And then the darkness would be like, all right, word, me too then, I guess. Really, <laughs> yeah. I think, re, again, immediately recontextualizes this in a way that's like, yeah, well, we might prefer there to be existence, but existence doesn't necessarily prefer us in particular. The light, right. the traveler doesn't have any fondness for humanity. It has, mm-hmm. it has fondness for existence, and we're only as useful for it as long as we continue to be a potential vector to, to, be, to exist. But like the fallen, for whatever reason, did not get that that uh there there was the moment where where it gave up on them um yeah. and yeah. and when you have that perspective it becomes a lot more a lot more clouded in a really fun way yeah essentially the guardians in the lore of the destiny universe now are like the the traveler is saying and another thing to right. to the the, the darkness <laughs> to the darkness yeah exactly <laughs> you know, what if we take these people out of causation yeah yeah it, it's you know you look back at it it calls the everything about the way guardians are into a sudden and stark really mm-hmm. like why do you lose all your memories when you are awoken again as a guardian oh right. it's because he's trying to make a point about the nature of man <laughs> the right. nature of man that you will choose to be good and that's why you can't have any other context like that is a purely selfish thing on the part of the traveler it's also pretty Has- fucking funny given the state of the dark ages the point uh-huh. at which these fucking yep. zombies and warlords ruled the earth before yep. the last city came into 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 existence. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, like the traveler couldn't make an ontological point with the fallen, so it left. <laughs> but it could make a point with us, so it stayed. Right, so it stayed for now at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in that dark future, you see a, like a desperate commander Zavala who has like tr- realized this truth about the guardian or about the guardians and about the traveler, and it's very very interesting. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, I have to read that one. <laughs> I've been <sighs> it's yet. a good one. It's a good. I, so, I opened like up all the lore one. books in different tabs while it I was working good. on a feature yesterday. Nice. Good. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. yeah. Um, are there God. any other final thoughts here on Beyond Light, uh, or what? Come, what we'd like to see come next for the rest of the season, etc. I'm very curious I, for y'all to finish up 
because there's a, a thing at the end that I want to talk about. Maybe we do a small spoiler section once you all hit the end of the campaign. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, People are up in my mentions saying Destiny lore reasons when, and I can't tell them <laughs> shit. Like, Listen, give me the time and give, let Vice yeah, approve it. You know? Seriously. Don't look at me. <laughs> we, we can't tell you the answer Vice, to this. Look at Vice. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it then. Uh, we'll wrap back around maybe for that spoiler conversation in a couple of weeks once people have a chance to get through it all and, and, and things develop. Because that's the other thing is like, when, when is the raid? That's what we should do. We should do yeah. it after the raid. Yeah. The raid is there is, a raid coming? Uh, next Saturday. Not this, not tomorrow if you're listening to this on Friday. The next. The, the 21st. Next, yeah. The 21st. Okay. The season also hasn't really started yet. And that's right. all the shit that has to do with Aldrin Saab, Aldrin. who is now I was going to say, that's Crow, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Crow uh-huh. and Pulled Pork, you know? Crow and Pulled character. Pork, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> pulled Pork is such a fucking good name for a little robot really that follows is. you around. Yeah. So, this thing it's I so realized, good. I've been just sitting awake at night thinking about this, is like, Guardians are basically pro skaters who woke up with a talking dog that's their best friend. I, you I know? love it. I love it. <laughs> that's I what they are. <laughs> Um, just God. fucking zooming around on sparrows, doing yep. sick tricks, and there's just a talking dog who will do any, just like the dog yeah. from Up, essentially. But <laughs> totally, <laughs> do anything totally. for you. God. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people find you, Kato? At a underscore Kato underscore appears. And how about you, Gita? You can find me at xoxo gossip Gita. Do you either of you have anything you want to shout out uh, before we wrap up? And we already talked about like, it. Morongi, I feel like we already so talked about all the big stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, oh, wait. There's this game called Rivals that came out in September. I just learned that I learned about that is literally just a game about the feud between Jay Farrar and Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. I haven't played incredible. it yet, but I'm going to play it over the weekend. So we'll talk about <laughs> it Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please. Okay. Uh, we'll be back on Monday for more. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at, at twitter.com/slash waypoint waypointadvice.com. You can, uh, you can, uh, what was I going to say? There's a third thing. You can find out more about the track Miss You, uh, which is by Bowen, by going to waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Um, I don't think I have anything else to, to plug. I don't think, oh, wait, is that true? Do I have another thing? I have another thing to plug. I have a book. The Star Wars book drop. <laughs> yeah, you have a, oh, yeah. a story yeah. in a, a, a book. I'm a story in a fucking Star Wars book. Um, <laughs> you can go... Uh, to your local bookstore uh, or to I, – I, I tend to uh, tell people to go to um, bookshop.org, uh, which is a local bookstore shop online service that like connects you nice. to the inventory of your local bookstore. Uh, and you can search for the – let me make sure I get the full, the full name right here because it's from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. From a certain point of view, A New Hope also came out like a few years ago. So the one I'm in is uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it's out on a hardcover right now, and I think there's also an audiobook version of it. Um, uh, and you can uh, you can go read that. I have a story about IG-88 and Dengar, two bounty hunters who showed up in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, it's very fun. I, I like it a lot. Uh, it's been very fun to find people talking about the story in like – in like reviewer terms, but it's a short story collection, which means you're not going to get like a big write up. So instead, here are my here are my here are my uh, here are my my two reviews so far, uh, and a very good story about Dengar and IG88 who get clo- who got close to Han Solo 
uh, to the Han Solo bounty, but not quick enough in No Time for Poetry by Austin Walker, says Kyle Larson of StarWarsNewsNet.com. <laughs> uh, and then this one here from uh, Head Butter Ryan of Minoc Manor, another Star Wars fan nice. site. Hell yeah. Walker manages to dive into IG-88's swiveling head to, to great effect from how he feels about organics or prepares simulations to kill his new partner, Dengar, uh, when he's annoyed with him. This tale is odd couple levels of yes, please more. So oh, thank I you. Can't wait. To, I can't to head, wait to read this now. Ryan from Minoc Manor. Uh, <laughs> people can go check that out. I'm oh, pretty happy. Um, it's, it rules that it's out. I just want to mention this weekend, me and some yes. friends are going oh, to be yeah. doing a charity live stream for yes. abortion rights funds. Um, I'm actually going to be playing some Destiny Beyond Light with Nico, who Nico Deo, who has written for us before. She wrote uh, some great articles about Overwatch and specific, specifically Diva and Korean feminists. Yep. Um, and I think I'm going to be playing a little bit of The Sims with my boyfriend David, and we're going to work on my Gita's Sims 4 save, where I redo <sighs> all of the lots in The Sims. It's going to take me 400 years, so come tune in, please. <laughs> Perfect, incredible. Please, please go tune into that. Support reproductive rights. Where, where, uh, where can you find that? Um, it's, it's Twitch. What's it? It's a Twitch.tv slash. What was it? Hot gamers for. It was for Bernie at one point, and now it's no longer for Bernie. Now it's just for rights. But I'm just, just gonna. Rights. I'm gonna tweet about it. Go check out my Twitter profile at xxogospelgita. You'll find all the details there. There you go. Go go do that. All right. Until then. Until until Monday. As always. Fuck capitalism. Go home. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. All right. Also, the other cat's sitting on the windowsill, and it's like it's escalated with Ella and the other cat to the point where they start swiping each other. Oh, to wow. The window. Yeah. <laughs> I need to find someone to adopt this cat. <laughs> She's very friendly. I picked her up and held her in my arms. She'll Aww. go straight in a carrier, you know. She needs help. She needs love that I can't provide her because my other cat will try to kill her. It's just a just a stray, or she's just a stray. Just hanging she's, out. She, you know, clearly is a baby and has had people feed her before, so she totally mm. trusts humans. Yeah, but I heard last night some cats getting into a fight somewhere in the lot of apartments. You know, oh, that are all connected in the back. Yeah. There's like five or six stray cats. I need like some. Damn. Up, up. I need like actually like a stray cat rescue to just give me some traps and just come <laughs> to my backyard. All right. Do I need a clap? Yeah, we need to do a clap. All right, let me get time. That is. I was just brushing up on Destiny lore in case. Uh, Perfect. Gear, quick yes. tap.
yeah. the mic you're supposed to be using. Okay, that's the right one. Is it? Okay. Why does it sound I weird? I checked on Audacity settings too. Did it get turned around? Yeah, it, it got was, slightly turned, turned around. Yeah, there, there we, go. we go. Yeah, in okay. the setting itself. There, so, there we go. That's it. Yeah. I had yeah. I checked the Audacity recording. Dude, I was sourcing from the correct mic. Cool. All right. Perfect. Uh, I was like, it sounded odd. It sounded more roomy. And I was like, oh, that's why. It's pointing it's towards yeah. the wall. It's pointing to the room. Um, You want to do five seconds after? Sure. All right. All right. My mouse keeps like die like dying. I thought it was the batteries. Uh-oh. I've changed the batteries three times. And every time I move like the the wireless hub, you know, like the little thing in your computer, it'll work if I mm-hmm. switch it to like a USB plug on the other side of the computer and then it's fine oh. for a couple of days and then it like loses the connection. So I don't know if the mouse is going or if the connector is going. But it's like Try, trying to edit Demon's Souls last night and watching the cursor just like jump around the sentence I'm trying to get oh, to. No. Oh, that's 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 annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The I'm wireless right. mouse? Yeah. Hmm. There's your problem right there. I'd I wasn't gonna go there, Kato, but I appreciate <laughs> that you did. I don't I don't play I don't play games with a mouse and keyboard when I play them on a computer. So um Oh, I'm good. <laughs> oh. I wasn't gonna go there, Rob. But okay. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, ready? Yeah. Uh. What? Top of the minute. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Okay. The man, you know we do it quick. Eight whole <laughs> ass. Hurry up there. Yeah, we we run the hurry up over here. Motioning the sidelines, trying to get trying to get my personnel out. Matt Nagy uh, can't be seen. He's behind his play sheet. We gotta, we gotta do it. We gotta do another one. We, I hurried up so much, I fumbled the ball. Oh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Classic problem with the hurry up offense. Not all of my various things were working. Uh, let's do twenty twenty nine seconds. Ooh, I got time to relax. Like run my back. <laughs> 